excuses, no more bullshit. No more excuses, excuse cast. Excuse cast, 101, how to make excuses. No, it's not, it's not excuse cast anymore, it's end of time cats. End of time cats? That's what you put on the Facebook page. I yeah. just wanted to make sure I called you out right now. Oh, right. <laughs> is that is that really? <laughs> was it gonna go, was it gonna point it out to you on the slide? And be like, hey man, you need to go back. I and mean, edit I that. can check right now. You could go, go. You were like, <laughs> next episode of Look End of Time Cats. <laughs> <laughs> on the fly editing, right there. It totally was End of Time Cast. I didn't just change it either. <laughs> you changed it to End of Time Cats. Don't lie to these people. Go look at that. Go look at the last thing you posted on the, on the page. Look at it. Really? Pull it up. Pull it up right now. Dude, I can pull. There's the page right okay, there. Okay, pull it up. Pull it up. Let's pull, see it. So the, so, so the name's going to be different when I pull it up. No, that's not the name. It's the last thing. Oh, it's the, oh, it's it's what the I post you. Next episode of End of Time Cats. I did. Oh, no. <laughs> Six people saw End of Time Cats. Nobody's, nobody said a thing. Thanks for telling me about the pimple I had on my face. That's fucking awesome. Y'all been letting me walk around since, for 24 something hours. The End awesome. of Time Cats. End of Time Cats. <laughs> I mean, I really do like SWAT cats, so that's not yeah, a big, that's, that's right. not a big deal. There's thunder, there's thunder cats. Thunder cats. The end of time cats. There's, uh. There's probably time cats. Nintendo, Nintendo cats, maybe. There's revolver ocelot. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and a bunch of ninjas jump out just randomly. See. You didn't really say anything negative about he was that, like, so he was like, <laughs> "We've had this discussion before." It's like he's like prepping before he goes out to talk, and he's like, "All right, guys, when when I'm gonna go fucking fuck the snake, and whenever the moment comes, I'm gonna give you the signal." He's like, "What's the signal? You'll know when you hear it." Yeah, they're thinking, "Oh man, it, he Ocelot's trained. It's got to be something hardcore. He might there might be clicks or whistles. He might do like a like a suppressor shot in the air. Might it might be something cool like Bravo Echo." North Niner and he's like no that's not it and they're like well come on man we need to know before we go out in the field he's like you'll know it when you hear it. You, you'll know it when you hear it so all these fucking mercen- all these soldiers are up in the trees hanging out ready and here comes Ocelot talking his shit and he's like and, they're and, they, all, and they wait yeah. they don't jump out on the yeah. first one <laughs> he's like, they're like was that the signal no, no, man. What? I mean, that was just so out of place. It yeah. had to be the fucking signal. <laughs> yep, that's the fucking signal. Come on, guys, let's go. And I'll jump out. This is the canon reason why he goes. Because <laughs> <laughs> the first time they're like, they're like, look at each other, like <laughs> it's just like, no, no, I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. Shut up, man. Come on, we gotta go. They no, can kind of see each other in the trees, but they're not making a word. They're not making a sound. So one looked at the other. And the one just shake, just shrugs like, mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, no. He's like, okay. Uh, I, guess, I guess that means we gotta go. I guess that's what we're doing. <laughs> the fucking Ocelot Brigade signaled by a <laughs> row. They're just like, no, nah, man. There's nah. so many things in that game and other subsequent Kojima games just defy fucking. Us. Expecting us to buy into it and be like, yeah, this is cool. It's like, man. yeah, this is cool. It's like a fucking military immersion and blah, 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 blah. And everything's trying to be like super realistic. Mm. This was developed by blah, 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 blah back in the 60s when they did the start three, blah, 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 blah. Yep. 
It's like, where the shit did they come from? Do you, do you remember the time that Snake got involved in that sniper fight in the snow? Is like, yeah, that was cool. Do you remember the time when the the uh, the Metal Gear Ray, the first time he like jumped out of the water and landed, and it was all cool? Yeah. Do you remember the round? Wait, wait what? No, no, no. You, no. you forgot about the no, round, you didn't fucking, you? You just you just blanked that out of your fucking mind, didn't you? No, it happened. <laughs> just like when that one dude summoned all the birds to come eat him. Fucking. <laughs> and the guy summoned all the bees to be bullet the bee bees, shields. The goddamn bees. Bee shields and bullets and. Oh, man, no. No, we don't talk about that. No. We, we... <laughs> we, don't, we don't talk about that. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the end of time. I'm Michael. And I'm Adam. We're here to talk some game shit for y'all today. <sighs> Man, what a week. Really? I don't know which one of us I'm going to start with first. Because really? we can either give them the good points of my week or the shitty points of your shitty Fuck week. Fuck you. Fuck you. I want to hear your bullshit first so I can blow it out the no, water. No, I'm just talking about Andromeda. Man. Yeah, you know, I got the Master Sword in Andromeda. I know you need to cut get the Master Sword that yet. shit out. I pulled it up. Cut it out. Got all my heart containers. Cut I was like, it out. Bleep, bleep, you don't know, you, the only reason why you know that is because you watch me. That's because I am the man. There is no... If you were making what Horizon Zero Dawn and Zelda references would make sense. You can't tie Andromeda oh, and you Breath can. of the Wild. No, They're the you exact cannot. same game. Nintendo they are nowhere near. I will fucking they punch fucking, you they in your took, nose. They took Andromeda's fucking This will be the violence cast. And they just pasted Zelda on top of it. Like, oh yeah, there's some same thing. I feel like you're that you're like at home at night playing this game. You're supposed to be asleep, but you're you're like keeping yourself up, and you're, the lights are all turned off in in the room you play it in, and all mm-hmm. you got is the light of the TV, and you're like, <laughs> it's gonna get better. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm just gonna tell people I really like you. This you want to know my honest opinion I'm, on this game? Just, well, After having played it for a little bit longer, I tell you what. Right, right now, my 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 official stance on it right now. Yes, okay. the world needs right to now, know. Right now, I will say that I will give this game a 7.5 out of 10. You are being way more generous of anybody I've heard. I, I will tell you this. Other than the moments where it just decides to jar you loose of the fucking immersion with the bad fucking stilted looking... And, and it's I, I watched a YouTuber. I can't remember the guy's name, but he... he um. He did mention exactly what it was that mm. throws you the fuck off. Yeah. And it's not, it, for one, it's whatever, like, some of them don't move when they talk. So they kind of stand there like a goddamn robot. Yeah. And they, it's also the eyes. You can fuck up a lot of things with facial animations, but if you fuck the eyes up, mm-hmm. it's over with. Yeah. Now, when I'm looking at you, you can look at my eyes and say, okay, well, I've, I've kind of got a little bit of a, you can see the roundness of my pupils, mm-hmm. you know, but you can't see the top of my pupils. No. You can't see the, the top half of the circles. Because you're not, like, you know. sitting there with your eyelids rolled back in yeah. your head. Yeah, if I oh, open my eyes like this, stop. you know, and I, I just Thank completely, God, video. I completely just open my eyes as much as possible, it starts to make me look kind of like a psychopath. Especially now, if all you were doing was talking. Now, like it doesn't that. matter what the lower half of my face does. No. You can make a good facial animation with just good eye work mm-hmm. but they also between that and the fact that the pupils you know you have the you have the iris and you have the pupils mm-hmm. the pupils are colored in such a way that the iris stands out immensely wow 
Okay, so you have a a very it's very pinpoint. Yeah. The, the irises are very pinpoint, mm-hmm. and um, it makes it it just it makes them look like complete like axe murderers. <laughs> All of them. Some of them. <clears throat> Most the, of them. the aliens you get away with it. The uh, some of the humans are decently done. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a good period, uh, a, a good amount of people that you know don't. You completely bypass anything outside the realm of like uh the citadel kind of area, you know, and on your ship, um, where you're just walking around in like standard civilian clothes, chilling out. Mm-hmm. Um, you can bypass all of that by wearing a goddamn helmet. Yeah. So if you're outside, you know, going around in Andromeda, <coughs> just chilling out, and you just put your put your helmet on, put your squad mates helmet on. They talk back and forth just like Shepard always did, and. The game is fucking immaculate. The game is fucking immaculate in those moments. The game is every bit Mass Effect when you are doing your thing, when you're doing your shit. And it is surprisingly deep and really fucking cool. I'm not spoiling anything. That's fine. But the, there is a, there are mechanics overlaying mechanics. Yeah. You know, it has a crafting system. For instance. I, I didn't, but now I do. Okay, well, uh, thanks it's for not spoiling a, it. It's not a huge spoilers spoiler. for Mass wow, Effect Andromeda. Wow, there's a fucking there's because a fucking, Adam can't follow the fucking rules. Damn. If you don't know this thing, this thing had they were talking about the crafting system before the damn game even released. Yeah, it's not, nobody, it's not a spoiler that it's, it's going to have a system. It's a spoiler when nobody knows about the stuff before the game's released because nobody cares about the game anymore. What a dick. <laughs> What a, he, did Shepard hurt you, didn't no, he? No, Shepard didn't. He Mass hurt, Effect 2 hurt me. He hurt you deeply. Well, this game is like the apology. Or it would have been if they hadn't If Mass Effect 3 the, wasn't better. If they hadn't fucked up the animations, this game would be 10 out of 10 territory. This is so This game would be groundbreaking. Like I told you how fucking super cool the galaxy map was now. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> They have a, uh, you know that they went to Andromeda in a completely different galaxy. Mm-hmm. So they left the Milky Way and went to Andromeda through dark space. Uh-huh. Well, they all went into cryostasis. Well, as people, as as you go around and fix colonies and, you know, do stuff to help people on these planets, the initiative gets more and more resources. And as the initiative gets more resources, you have the ability to wake up more of the sleeping colonists. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as you're waking them up, they you get to choose which colonists you want to wake up. So, and based on which ones you do, like if you want to wake up like the ones that were slated for science, then they'll give you more research every like 30, 40 minutes in game that you can just go pick up. Okay. Or they could give you, you can wake up the merchants and they'll give you a stip into money. And this is like the level one perks. Mm-hmm. So this shit gets deeper every time I look at it. You can choose whether or not you want a science colony and then wake up the merchants so you've got scientific tech getting researched and extra money coming in or and you get to choose the order you want to do all this stuff in. Not to mention the fact that you get to they have consumable items now in the game. Mm-hmm. Okay? And these consumable items are things that Shepard would have fucking killed for. Yep. Because they're like emergency shield battery where you're like Oh shit, I done fucked up. <laughs> and you're like, let me just pop this and then your shields go back up, you know. 
And you're like, oh, thank Jesus. I would have killed for that. Yeah, that would be, you get in like shit's position, and you're like, yeah, I, I kind of need this right fucking now. Mm-hmm. So you kind of wonder how this guy's got this shit and Shepard didn't. But anyway. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard that, yeah, I think it was you that said that, that Shepard would absolutely shit stomp this yes, guy. Yes, he would, he would stay in that stance. That stands absolutely positively. Uh, if they got in a melee fight, Shepard would still shit, shit stomp him because I don't know if you remember this spoilers for Mass Effect 2 and Mass Effect 2, Shepard went hand to hand with that giant monster that was the shadow broker. Mm-hmm. He, he was like, Liara, stun him so I can whoop his ass with my fists. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, this dude ain't nothing like that. <laughs> let me let me ask on topic. Let me ask this so so the audience and myself have another judge, you know, because we're doing our weeks. Mm-hmm. If you had to guesstimate, how many hours are you into the game now? Uh, over twenty. Okay. Okay. Over twenty, uh, possibly over thirty. <clears throat> it's good. So so I and they and everybody has a good frame of reference for okay. Well, there's some shit coming. You're not gonna like or there's shit coming. It's gonna it, get it, better. Let me tell you, know? you, the game starts slow. Mm-hmm. The game starts very slow, mm-hmm. and it's not to its help. I mean, the the fact that they released it and said, "Oh, here's your first ten hours," and it takes about six between six and ten to get going. Right. And the animations, mm-hmm. I can see why it got shit on when it first came out. You you get it gets better, but you got to get there. And, I hope uh, so. And the whatever the fuck it's called, the Faco from last. <laughs> from oh last yeah, the, the Playco is what we what we titled it, and it was yeah. gonna be the Faco, but we it was the Playco first. Is what I went with. So he uh, it still it it doesn't ever get better than the Mako. See, I, it does get it does get faster. It does get more shields and better jump jets. But it never reaches Mako levels. I want you to go back to gushing about what you like, even even if it's spoiler, as long as you tell them it's spoiler. Okay. But I want to I want to give you a stance where you can be defensive, because this is what I've heard from all reputable sources that love Mass Effect one, two, and three. God help those that love two and okay. three. Okay. Well, can you can you cite any of them? Or I you... mean, I'm not going to directly quote them. But. I can't. I can paraphrase, but I'm, I'm giving. I'm giving a, a, a summation of of this is what I've gathered. Okay. In total, from twenty, okay. thirty different sources, is that? <coughs> pardon me. Number one. And let me get. Let me get through all of them so you can shoot them down later. Okay. Is that this game is very mediocre? Is that people have put this game slightly above Mass Effect Two, but way below Mass Effect Three? The Mass Effect Three apparently is way better. Two. People, a lot of the, half of these, that I've gotten a, a good gaze that half of the people that have played this game and have went balls out to be ready for it and happy to play for it have made it X amount of hours in the game and have stopped playing and have no desire to go back. I've also heard that a lot of the characters in the game, it, it gets to the point where some people don't even care about what's going on. Like back in the day, Mass Effect would give you a decision and you have to sit there and fucking sweat it out. You're like, no, you know what? I don't care. Fucking keep doing the research. Kill the people. I really don't care. Like apparently this game just has, I mean, from the story to the combat to all around the horn, this game has an average to like a 5 out of 10 for appeal. That's what I've gathered. Damn. It's not that it's horrible. It's not that it's utter garbage. It's people have got into it 
and it slowly kind of went, eh, I'll get to it, and then eh, I don't feel like going back. I don't think half of these people actually played Mass Effect 1 when it came out. I don't know. I mean, if you played Mass Effect 1, you would... Shepard really didn't have all that fucking big of a mission when he first started. Okay? I haven't, and this is not a spoiler, this is a not having beaten the game yet thing. Okay? So this is a guess, and a guess on where they could be taking this shit. Mm-hmm. Who said the Reapers were confined to the Milky Way? Yeah, true. They're a fucking machine race. Yeah, from what I gather, those they're fuckers They're a can godlike be... machine race that did this for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Yep, yep. Who says they, they lived in dark space? They have, they have, uh, they have, uh, They stayed in dark space until it was time to purge. Yeah, and they have machines that can take them all over the place. So, so. who says they couldn't just say, okay, fuck it, we'll just travel here for 600 years, which is like the blink of an eye for them. Right. To wait six, to actually physically say, fuck it, we're going somewhere, it's gonna take 600 years. Oh, yeah, really? I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. So, it took, the, it took this ship going you know with this one cycles technology 600 years to make it to andromeda who the fuck says the reapers can't be in andromeda i like that idea but here's something else of the handful of people that i've heard that have actually beat the game not one of them have been like dude but the ending was worth it but dude the end story and the end sequence it was all nobody they've all been like yeah i beat the game done with it i have this is mass effect this mm-hmm. should be a, a game, and I'm, I'm, I'm taking, I'm literally taking all the hype and bullshit that's around every new game, just like this game, and pushing it to the side, yeah. and talking about the holy wow okay. fuck factor that Mass Effect is supposed to have, and I've heard that from nobody regarding this game. One thing, I th- uh, from multiple different angles, for one, if you're, it, it, I, I kind of put this in the same area, I put like people that decide that they just can't stand the prequels to Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Shut your fucking mouth. I heard Cody yeah. right here on the podcast. I mean, good fucking God. Shepard and his crew were legendary. Mm-hmm. Okay? You're not going to get that twice. True. You can only get something else. Yeah. And this isn't Mass Effect 2 where you're angry because they took them from you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? These guys had nothing to do with Shepard. Right. Or very loose connections to Shepard. Yeah, but my point is, if you're going to... This is the argument I made before you even got this game. Uh-huh. You've got to step up to that plate. You have to bring something that at least matches that level of holy Well, what they fuck. did, what they've decided to do so far is they decided to... They, it wasn't such a big uh opposition mm-hmm. but they expanded the scope of the game so much you're making a lot of like small decisions um <clears throat> instead in a lot of people i've heard this criticism that your choices don't feel like they have the same impact that they did back in mass effect you know before mm-hmm. the original trilogy and that's true because shepherd when shepherd made a decision it went polar one way or polar the other yeah you know and so he either you know, fucking save the orphanage full of kids or burned it down himself while cackling. Yeah. Um, 
you're not going to get that from the Pathfinder because the Pathfinder is going to be like, eh. Because the microchip that, in his head is going to. Yeah, he's going to make him fucking kill people. You just like. I, you didn't fucking, think I knew about that bullshit microchip in his head, did you? No. Mm-hmm. How did you, you find that out? I've, because you can't, unless you go internet black, you're going to find something out about this game. Yeah, well, he's got. He, that's, that, that, like, that's literally all I know. Somebody is, said, yeah, he's got a the Pathfinder's have a microchip in their head. I was like, cool. Okay, well, they. They have a, they spoilers for fucking that. He spoilers for Mass Effect Andromeda. Just like a biotic, a human biotic. Uh, humans can't naturally be biotic unless they're exposed to Ezo in the womb, and it still they can, don't have very good control of it unless they have an implant. Mm-hmm. If you remember Kaiden in Mass Effect One, he had an L two implant, and apparently there was something fucking wrong with those L two implants, and it caused him to have massive headaches, and he got off lucky. Yeah. Um. There was a uh, an implant that they gave to the Pathfinder teams, okay, and it does a completely different thing. It's, it gives them two penises. It gives them two penises, even the girls. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, all of them. You have thought two the penises. genophage was something. This is the penophage. It it gives you more. Uh, then, dad, god damn it, that's gonna be fucking shit. <laughs> could could they impregnate themselves? That's all I need to know. If they wanted to, so they would they be inbred babies, or would they just be right? So basically, women in Mass Effect mm-hmm. Andromeda don't need men anymore. That's what we're that's, getting. That's at. what I'm getting. It's at Mass Effect androgynous. Wow. Anyway, so we got a uh, we've got implants in the fucking Pathfinder that are similar, um, but that's just them. Okay. Um, the cool things I thought that they expanded on the story a bit with was like um, the Krogans were alive for 600 years. Okay. Okay, they were in cryostasis that they brought. The Krogans they brought? Mm-hmm. Well, the entire time, their bodies were adapting to the genophage. Remember, they kept having to modify the genophage to keep it fucking right. effective. Right, right, right. Well, it's been 600 years. So they got that. That shit's over. Well, it's not over with, but they've and now they instead of having like a one percent fertility rate, they've got like a six or seven percent. Still better. Rate. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we're adapting. You know what I mean? And nobody's there to. to and nobody's nobody's there. there to remake the strain mm-hmm. or make it different. So they're just correct. They're, cool. That's so cool. they're they're slow. The Krogans are slowly overcoming the genophage and Andromeda. And right now they're up to a six percent viability rate, mm-hmm. so that's much much better mm-hmm. than it was. Um, little touches, man. Little touches every fucking where. Like, um, you know, the fact that they had references to Liara, they had references to fucking um Miranda, references to the elusive man. Mm-hmm. I got some huge spoilers from Andromeda if you want to hear that. I mean, that's your call. As long as you spoil them, I don't um, care. The, uh... Because I'm not going to waste my money on this garbage game. Damn. <laughs> one of your teammates is actually... Delusive Man's son. Daughter. Wow, did I really <laughs> call that? Yeah, you did. Damn. Nice. Daughter. Okay. Did she sit... Does Got she the have same the Well, those eyes were implants. Yeah, those eyes were implants, but he... She smokes now. But, uh... Oh, <laughs> she smokes the air. Uh, just—it's family thing. I guess. No, she doesn't. Nicotine um, addiction is hereditary. Got it. It is. Got it. Confirmed. So, 
you know, and she's like, blah, 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 all this shit happened to me, and, you know, you find out that, oh, well, that was her dad, you know, wow. Man, to find that and that's your dad, you, if you, you didn't start, know. You start, and you suddenly other things start to make sense, like where the strings being behind all these things that happened to her were getting pulled, mm. and you're like, oh, oh, shit. oh okay, and and you're like, okay, well, and there's just so many little things like that all sprinkled throughout the game. The game is good. The Anybody that says the action wasn't fucking above par, fuck you. You don't know what the fuck fun is. Okay, I <laughs> wow. love, I like that because you didn't, I mean, we mentioned this when we did the Mass Effect cast. You didn't like the way that they changed from Mass Effect 1 where you had open world and you just stumble upon some enemies and you're free to engage them how you want. Well, that's back. Hardcore. Well, good. Okay? You can just be like, fuck it, and go 90 miles an hour straight fucking through them and mm-hmm. if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Or you can get out 20 miles away and snipe them. Mm-hmm. Or you can drive up in the thick of them and, and fucking hop out and fucking Shoot get the, the hacking. that doesn't exist. You, well, on the, it, on the, on the it has though. a shield discharge. A sh- See what I mean? Yeah. This is the fucking bullshit. What uh, are they, Nintendo? It's like, yeah, boom. And then you It's a little problem when it shouldn't be a problem at all. You give the fucking Mako thing a cannon. You just give them a Mako, but they didn't. The Mako, oh, yeah. <laughs> you just give them a Mako. Yes. That would have been much better. But yes. apparently, they didn't. Uh, people. The Mako is something you either love or you hate. I guess. And. You know, it goes back to that thing. Like, I loved it. You liked it. You know, and we, we're, we're a dying breed. I guess so. But, um, the, the cool thing is the freeform combat. You know, you have options on how you want to attack an objective and how you want to go. I mean, sometimes you're kind of pipelined in like, okay, we're in a cave. We can only come from this direction. Mm-hmm. So you have your little set piece moments where, okay, this stuff is happening in this way. Mm-hmm. But you also have the freeform combat. So it kind of goes back and forth between a Mass Effect 2 style fucking, you know, the enemies are going to breach out of this door and come at you and you're going to be like, oh shit. And then, you know, the whole Mass Effect 1, I'm slowly approaching this objective and I'm noticing there's enemies here. So I'm going to take them down and et cetera. And you're prepping all your stuff. The way biotics and stuff, because I'm playing a biotic. Mm-hmm. The way biotics and stuff works is fucking immaculate. Um, the vintage heat sink is fucking awesome. The fucking, the way your weapons upgrade and you can mod them out and augment them and, you know, you get to do all this research and look at all this cool shit. Hey, that's fucking fun as fuck to manage it. You have strike teams, um, that you can send out on little timed missions. Which work, um, kind of like the way that, uh, I guess WoW would be the best way to describe this. It, you know, you have garrison missions in WoW and you like send some people out and they have at, these people have attributes like this guy's brave, mm-hmm. which means that he's good at taking out fucking, he's good at going into fucking, you know, he's not scared when he goes on fucking, missions that meet these parameters. Final Fantasy does this too. You yeah. can have little squad members that you basically raise like a little mini squad or platoon yeah. of people and you send them out to do shit. Yeah, that's basically what you have in Mass Effect as well. I mean, but here's the thing is you, it also ties into the co-op or to the multiplayer because the multiplayer that's just like Mass Effect 3. Which sucked. Fuck you. Um, <clears throat> so 
the multiplayer that's just like Mass Effect 3, you can choose to send the strike team out, mm-hmm. out after it. Or you can choose to go do it your goddamn self. Yeah. And you get to play that on multiplayer with a friend if you want to. Mm-hmm. And those they, they give you both in-game and multiplayer rewards when you do that. Yep. So you can get stuff for your single-player campaign while you're playing the multiplayer. I like that. Um, it's it's really fucking. It's all tied together, and there's so many different layers. You know, if you want to have the N7 armor and make your dude look like Shepard, then you can. Yeah, you just go around. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is Dominic Andromeda somehow. You know? What would you say? And again, I know you haven't beaten it, and you're only twenty something hours into the game. I know that, but this is this is actually a fun thing to do. Is over time, keep giving people an impressive score of it. What do, what do you give it out of out of ten right now? Seven point five. Seven point five. Okay, that's where I'm at, and it's a and it would be ten out of ten if it didn't have errors and yeah. it didn't have uh some of the. It, Apparently like, the errors that it has is jarring. It's not they, just when like, they they are not constant, but when they are happen, there, like, they are whoa. jarring. Yeah, because it is a trifecta of three things. You have bad facial animations. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have some bad. I would say maybe I don't. Maybe thirty percent of the facial animations are so bad that you go, Ugh. Jesus. Um, but. And maybe 30% of the voice acting is so bad, you go, Ugh. Yeah, and that's not good. And the maybe 30% of the um <clears throat> the writing is so bad, you go, Ugh. Yeah. But it's only when all three of them come together that it just goes, man, I can't fucking handle this. Do you think you know? this is a this is a victim of them being rushed? Do you think it's just a rushed job that maybe what over think, time this what shit could have been ironed happened. out? Um, I am not a, a game designer. Yes, you are. You could. But from what I heard of a professional, um, I, I followed this professional guy on fucking Twitter. Adam was a co-creator of Flappy Birds. Was the sole creator. <laughs> you were the soul still None bird. The soul still flaps. <laughs> so, anyway, I uh, the, from what I saw. From what he said, or from what this guy said on his Twitter account, is that um, the way they don't have the animators literally vet every single thing that happens. Right, right. There is a, the animators build the toolkit and they hand it off to the guys who are doing the coding, mm-hmm. and they say, "Okay, well, you use it. You use these building blocks we built for you." And do it the way it needs to do. And you, you can see that in Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3. Like when you watch Shepard, he's got about 50 different animations that, that he does for talk. You know, he, he switches to a hand on the hip. Mm-hmm. He does the look off to the side, scratch his head. He goes back to, you know, standing where he folds his arms and looks off at you. You can, you, if you play the Mass Effect trilogy long enough, you'll be like, I, that's a Shepardism. Yeah. I, I see that, but yeah, I get what you're saying. They form what it is to yeah. what they need it for. Correct. Now, the thing about it is that something went fucking sideways somewhere and they needed to have the animators go back and look and see where these inconsistencies were happening and they just didn't catch it. Yeah. And I don't know why they didn't catch it, but they didn't. And he said, this is a good thing and a bad thing. It means, one, that the bar has risen to a point where these little tricks they used to get by 
are no longer flying. Yep. The audience has grown more discerning. Mm-hmm. Um, they won't they won't put up with this bullshit anymore. Yeah. Um. But it also means that it wasn't a single person that fucked this up. It was a team effort. Oh to yeah, fuck no this doubt, up. man. No um, doubt. It was a it was a big team effort to fuck up, and I don't know how it got past QA. Mm-hmm. Um, without some sick fence just being like, man, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad I'm getting to play Mass Effect. I don't yeah. want to say anything bad about it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but somebody didn't do their job. And somebody should have caught this. They should have kicked this game back six months. They should have, honestly, when they heard the feedback from the first trailers. Yes. And they said, the animation's kind of look weird. Yeah, because that shit was a big hot to do for a long like, time. Something, Memes going. popped out of it, and videos were everywhere, WebMs and GIFs, and they all pointed to those same 15 or 20 scenes where you were like, that is not, that's got to be like Something's alpha. Wrong. That has to be way alpha, and they're like, no, man, the game's coming out in like four, six months. Uh, what? <laughs> you, you need to pick, you need to fucking fix that. That looks bad. Nah, once you play the game, you'll be having so much fun with the game. No, no man, that shit is, there, that takes like I, me out. Like I said, do you have the things that are wrong, and it isn't until, like, at, when one of them's there, it's like, okay, I can deal with this, whatever. Mm-hmm. When two of them are there, it's like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. When three of them are there, it's like, oh, my fucking God. Yeah. You know, but you're having fun with the game. I'm having fun overall with the game. That's yeah. that's all like, that matters. It's not what what it is. Like I had one of the opening quests. Okay, uh, you're running into like you're walking around. And this guy's like, dude, man, this fucking uh, panels are just getting fucked up for whatever reason all over the damn place. Can you figure out what the hell's going on? Mm-hmm. And you walk around, you're scanning panels, and you say, oh, this one's fucked up. And it's like, okay, well, we have some kind of residue on this thing. The scanner is the coolest part of this fucking game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so you're walking around, you're using your Omni tool to fucking scan shit, and you find that little things are popped up, and you find you find out that it's an animal that got loose. And it's <laughs> just fucking up shit randomly. That's cool. easy. At first, they thought it was like a That's saboteur. Cute. You know? They mm-hmm. thought it was like a saboteur fucking, and they were like, why would you do this? No. It's uh, a feral, it's a feral like rabbit. Fucking monkey or something. That's fucking doing this Monkey shit. Rabbit. And you're like, yeah, we're gonna have to call animal control. Yeah. So then you, you use like the residue and stuff like that and you start like scanning and you're able to follow where the fucking animal went and you find it and you're like, yep, get animal control over here to pick this thing up. <laughs> you know? You know? <clears throat> but I mean, when you're doing that, you're not thinking about all that bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I imagine negative, when you're doing the, the negative com- things, when you're dick deep in the combat, you're not, you thinking are not about thinking about it at all. In fact, all you're thinking about is like, man, I really had fun with that. But see, therein lies my, my <clears throat> predicament. It's the same issue I've had with Mass Effect 2 is that Mass Effect as a whole, really more predominantly from Mass Effect 2 and 3, Mass, you, the, there's two things you should be going into Mass Effect 2, Mass Effect 4 period. You shouldn't be going into it because you want to have customized. I'm talking about Mass Effect, the original trilogy. Uh-huh. If I want the best, you know, weapons modification, that's not what it's there for. I want to have the the best space simulator. No, there's two things and only two things that if you are highly interested or even remotely interested, you should be going into Mass Effect to Mass Effect Four is one the story, predominantly the story. And two, well, when you the say combat. Mass Effect Four, the story, you don't know what Mass Effect Four story is going to be. No, I'm saying when you go when you go toward the tri- the original trilogy, yes, what you should 
What you should, when you hear Mass Effect, the two things that should immediately pop to your head, awesome story, and I mean all the way around from depth to birth. Yeah. All the way, story period. And two is the action, the combat. Everything else follows tertiary and below. So if Mass Effect Andromeda has a good, engaging, involving, thorough, impressive story, and the combat is fluid and fun and action-packed and gets you hyped, then it's doing its job. However, if either one of those two are lacking, and predominantly the story, if these people are speaking the truth and you start not giving a fuck about your people, you don't remember. There are people that said they, man, I beat the game and I don't even remember half of my party members' names. I'm like, you don't remember. He's, they're like, no, I can tell you Garrus. I can tell you Rex and Zaid and I can't tell you half the fucking people in my party and I beat the game. That's, that's a shock. Let me throw this out there. Okay. For multiple reasons. I wasn't a big Garrus fan in Mass Effect 1 when I, the first time I, before Mass Effect 2 came out. But you remember him? No. I wouldn't have remembered his name. You remember that he was a Turian? I remembered I had a Turian. Okay. I didn't like the Turians because the way they portrayed him in the first Mass Effect. And if you go back and play the first Mass Effect over again, you remember that the, the Turians and the humans were kind of on edge. Yeah, because they had just got out of that fucking... I mean, they were not too far removed from a war, and yeah. they were talking shit. And the first fucking Turian you meet, you know, everybody's like, man, we got fucking aliens on the goddamn ship, and... Blah, blah, blah. All this shit's going down. You, you go out there with one Turian and another fucking Turian kills him and yeah. fucking just completely fucks your shit up. And you're like, wow, what a, what, what a dick bag race, mm-hmm. you know? And then you finally, you know, over time in Mass Effect, you begin to realize that, oh, they're just like people. Yeah. They're not, you have good Turians and bad Turians. You have good Quarians and bad Quarians. You have good fucking, uh, Asari and bad Asari. You have mostly hot-tempered Krogans. <laughs> well, I mean, but you have good ones and bad ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as dad, you know, and it started, you start to form relationships with your squad and all that kind of stuff. But it wasn't until Mass Effect 2 that I started to feel that nostalgia come in. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a horrible thing, okay? This is a horrible thing, and Mass Effect 4 Andromeda had its work cut out for it. Because it has to do, it has to say, this is no longer Shepard's story. Shepard existed, but this is not him. Mm-hmm. And you have to go and say, okay, well, there's some still nostalgia there. Yeah. For this universe. But you can't go but all you can't, the way in. You can't go all in and show, oh, it's Liara. <laughs> nah. Yeah. You could have if you stayed in the Milky Way, but then you'd have other problems. Yeah. So they had to leave that away. Mm-hmm. They can go full circle with this. And they could. They could very well go full circle and show Ryder end up fighting the fucking Reapers just the same in Andromeda. Mm-hmm. And him having to go, oh, fuck. Yeah. And maybe, just maybe, they end up going back to the Milky Way for some reason. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But, I, and like I said, I haven't beat the game, so I don't. Yeah, I'm not, you know, well versed on what's actually going to happen, mm-hmm. but um, there's a lot of ways they could go with this story. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of things that ha- you meet all kinds of interesting people with interesting situations. You go around and you feel like an explorer. You don't feel like, you know, you're not playing Commander Shepard, guy who's out to save the galaxy this time. 
You're not out to save the galaxy. Mm -hmm. You're out to save this group of people that you came here with Mm -hmm. and to find them homes and to set things right and to make these planets worth living on and to figure out what the fuck's going on with this ancient alien race that fucking has shit set up on every one of these planets for whatever reason Mm -hmm. and to figure out what the fuck these other guys are here trying to fucking find this their technology for Mm -hmm. because that's one of the first things you do is you run across this ancient alien technology and you're like okay computer scan this because i have no idea what this is Mm -hmm. you know and it's like okay well based on you know what we know about language here's what my best guess is yeah (laughs) You know, based on every language ever in the fucking Milky Way, this could be what it says. <laughs> this is this is what I want to do. You know, I wanna, so you're, go ahead, go ahead. Go well, ahead. I mean, I mean, the thing is, is you you have to let Shepard go, and if you can let Shepard go, you'll enjoy this game a lot better. I'm not wrangled up in the Shepard ordeal. I've I've made that. Well, piece. I mean, the thing is, is that he's sucking, he's fucking badass. He's sucking dick. He's sucking what? big dick. What the shit? I mean, He's Commander Shepard. I mean, when you're Shepard, yeah, yeah. why choose? You're you like don't the, want to get any Turian tissue in your mouth. You're like that prince from uh, Game of Thrones who's like, men, women, I'm a prince. Why you should I choose? big, stupid jellyfish. Why should I choose? I'll take what or whoever I want. Ugh. This is what I want to do. I hate to put you on the spot right now, Adam, but since you just got fucking 14 inches of Mass Effect dick down your throat right now, I think putting you on the test is not that big of a deal. Okay. Mass Effect 1. And only Mass Effect 1. Can you name the people in your party? Can you name your party members? You got Shepard and Go. Yeah, I can do it. Then then do it for me. Trust me, this is good. Okay. You've got Garrus, you've got Rex, you've got Tally, you've got uh, Ashley, you've got um, Kaiden, Linko, and and Liara. Okay. What I'm going to do is about two or three months after you've beaten Andromeda, I'm going to spring this shit on you well, again. It, it, that, and that, that's what I'm you, saying. Is and that I want you to be able to remind what, what me I'm, about What this I'm story. saying is that the first Mass Effect, six months after I beat the first Mass Effect the first time and enjoyed the fuck out of it, I probably couldn't have named them. Yeah, I think you're full of shit. And the reason I couldn't have named them is because I didn't have two more games under my mm-hmm. belt to build up that fucking mythology of that crew because the moment I went to Mass Effect 2 I instantly regretted not having them just like you did Yeah, and I instantly wanted I was like where the fuck is Liara because she's sure as fuck gonna want to be with me where's Ashley because she's sure as fuck not gonna leave my side same with Tally and Rex you know where the fuck are these people and immediately I, I immediately went back and you know because I played the first Mass Effect again right before I played Mass Effect 2 because that's mm-hmm. how I do shit mm-hmm and I rolled straight into Mass Effect 2, and I was like, uh-uh. uh-uh. And I was just like you. I was like, these replacement motherfuckers, I don't want replacements. I want my whole party back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you get to know and like the people from Mass Effect 2. You drink the EA Kool-Aid, yeah, I know. Whatever. But you, so you get to know and like these new people, and you get to see what's going on, and they kind of tease you with, uh, like, one of the first missions you go out on for Cerberus. You meet Tally. Mm-hmm. And she's like, holy shit. And you're like, holy shit. And you're like, why don't you come with me? And she's like, I totally fucking would, but I can't. But, yeah. And then you're like, well, maybe next time. And she's like, fuck yeah, next time. And then you find her again and you get her in your party and you're like, woo. I, I get your point. I get it. And I'm willing to meet you in the middle that maybe after playing Mass Effect 1, you couldn't name everybody. I'll give you that. 
I bet Can you money. name the guy who fucking who dies at the very beginning of Mass Effect Two? But he was a he was yeah. like a main shepherd. No, the other guy. The other guy who died in that. Well, there were other people that died in that crash. Uh, I know you don't. You don't remember all those little tidbit no. fucking. Those little people don't matter. I'm uh, talking well, there about was a, the people. There, you had a navigator. Party. You yes, had a navigator. Nav- navigator Presley. Yes, yeah. I know. You dick. Don't fucking challenge me, son. I will shit stomp you in knowledge. He died, and you don't care. What? No. My point is, is that. What I was trying to say was I will meet you in the middle that while you might not have been able to name all the characters from Mass Effect 1, you had probably at a minimum could have named Shepard and the two people that you predominantly kept in your party. Maybe. The point being is that if you did go back and play it again or if you knew those people, they you cared about them in the game to some degree. And yeah. Apparently a lot of people are saying, I don't give two shits about these people in my party. If I lost them all, um, I wouldn't care. Right now I'm looking at it and I, I see a couple of people. That I think are pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, they have interesting backstories. You have loyalty missions are back, like Mass Effect Two style loyalty missions where okay. you know. Okay. Um, you have uh, a very interesting crew. You know, down to you know, like you have like this little Scottish chick that runs your fucking science scanners and shit like that, and you have fucking this weird Stellarian pilot. You had a Scottish girl that ran your scanners in Mass Effect. No, you didn't. Y- yes, you did. There, okay, no, she wasn't. The guy, there was two scientists in Mass Effect too. I think it was on the second floor. I think the guy was Scottish and the girl. They were both. They both went to an academy together. Or that, those were the engineers. The engineers. And that was Donnelly and um, what the fuck is her name? Uh, Donnelly and what's her name? Yeah, sure. But they were in two and three. They were Cerberus. Yeah. Uh, I, they were in the new SR2, mm-hmm. and they came with it, and he's like... Yeah, oh. he was Scottish. I think I can't remember if she was or not. No, she wasn't. Well, that would have been a cool little, like, wait a minute. Yeah, anyway. but no. They, uh, but you had a Solarian... You have a new Solarian pilot, and he's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And they have different little fucking, you know... Uh, they have different little quirks about them, you know? And you're like, wow, you know? When the, the chick gushes about fucking dirt. Mm-hmm. You're like... You wrote a sixty-page fucking. You you wrote a sixty-page thesis on dirt, and she goes, "Well, I mean, it's just the cliff notes. I'm sorry, you know. I know it's not nearly deep enough." And you're like, "Whoa, whoa, she needs a podcast." Whoa, you know. But then you know the the pilot was actually part of the team that built your ship mm-hmm. back in the Milky Way. And, That's the way to do it, man. You know they were. uh he was talking about, well, you know, we we figured one of us needed to go. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be right for all of us just to be like, well, goodbye, ship. We did all this stuff, and we built through all these systems. And he's like, I can still remember all these little problems we were having. Uh, you know, back yeah. when we and were we know that's a plus. You know, <laughs> we were having all these little problems trying to get these certain systems to work, and now mm-hmm. we fucking can't. You know, and these are things you learn about them in the first couple of minutes, but you, they start to lay a groundwork of who these people are, and they're not the same. Yeah. They're not, and they haven't gone through nearly as much shit. You know, you saw three games worth of character development for Tally, for Garrus. You know what? How for, about that then? That brings up. A, you can't compare it. I, I, how about this then? Instead of instead of laying out the entirety of the Mass Effect, it's not fair to them. Really, hear me out. <laughs> okay, hear me out. Instead of laying out the entirety of Mass Effect as the trilogy and all the things involved with it. Take Mass Effect 1. 
Okay. And compare it to Andromeda. Okay. And that initialism. All right. Let me, let me, do you remember what Garrus was like in Mass Effect 1? Kind of. Do you remember the conversations Shepard had with him in Mass Effect 1? I had more conversations. I challenge you to go back. And listen to the way they talk. Way the the way they weren't fucking buddies. No, they weren't. One. Yeah. They were not. Mm-hmm. They were not old buddies. They were not new buddies. They didn't instantly they click had, off. They had they butted heads. They had like a hard respect for each other. They, it, wasn't it wasn't even a hard respect. Garrus was a hothead. Really? Yeah. Garrus See, was like, nah. We could. You, the, one of the things was in Mass Effect One because I just went back through the whole series again. I told you, mm-hmm. and I went. And I was noticing it, and I was like, I can't remember. This is the way I felt when I first played it. This is why I felt this way about Garrus. Because in Mass Effect 1, <clears throat> he's got that little part where you uh, you go into the doctor's office to save, like, the doc, the doctor on the Citadel. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, and, like, somebody is, like, threatening the doctor. And this is before you get Garrus in your party. So you roll up in there, and you're like, okay, freeze, motherfucker, and... Garrus is in there with the guy at gunpoint, and he's like got the the doctor at gunpoint. The bad guy. Any of this. The the doctor has the has uh, or the doctor is at gunpoint from this bad dude, mm-hmm. nameless fuckwad, mm-hmm. and he just instantly plugs him. Wow. And you're like, what if something bad had happened? Garrus like, plugs the bad guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so you're like, dude. You could have fucked. You could have fu- fucked up, and that would, something bad would have happened. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's constantly chastising Garrus through the entire first game. Like you need to slow your fucking roll. See, you and I are gonna have different reactions to this because when I even to the first gameplay, I'm gonna tell you exactly how my first gameplay went. I had Ashley, and I don't remember when I got Rex. I had Rex and Ashley. Mm-hmm. When Ashley started being a slut, I kicked her ass out, and Damn. I got. When, I, when was she being a slut? I she like banging Linko while you were there. Ladies and gentlemen of this podcast, I fucking killed Ashley. When it came to that decision, y'all know what I'm talking about. I didn't yep. give two fucking thoughts. I left her stranded, and I wanted her to die. <laughs> Fuck Ashley. That's ruthless. Anyway, when I got Tally, my party for the duration of the game was Rex and Tally. So I I don't remember anything about Garrus story wise from the first one. Mm. So, well, here, this whole thing you're telling me now is brand new to me. Well, you need to go back and play Mass Effect 1 Don't again. fucking tell me how to live my life. I'm telling you how to live your life. All right? <laughs> but you, you go back and you listen to the, the tone of the conversations, and it's mostly, hey, Shepard, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, and Shepard's like, no, you need to you need to slow your fucking roll and you're going to get somebody killed. Yeah. This shit's here for a reason. Man, that's crazy. I never would have got and, that from him. He seemed very calculated, very uh, some kind well, of Well, yeah, what you did is you mellowed like, him out, uh, and he, he's still kind of a hothead when you meet him in Mass Effect Two. He's out there being a vigilante and pissing people off and getting his squad killed. Yeah. But that's when they really became buddies. Yeah, when you know you had his back again, you bailed him out of the fucking fire and you helped him do his shit. But that's why you have to do a loyalty mission for Garrett. Mm-hmm. Um, but that—that's the thing—is that. You look back at these things with kind of rose-colored glasses, and we're uh, we're not quite there yet in Andromeda. Yeah. Well, uh, again, you, plus you might look back yeah. at it. You might see Andromeda Two, Electric Boogaloo, <laughs> might come out, and you might say, "Well, damn, I don't remember," you know, Liam being such a 
giant fucking tool. Mm-hmm. But he was. <laughs> I didn't, you know, a lot of people like, you know, some of these characters, and I'm like, eh. You have a really old, crotchety fucking Krogan. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, you know, humans are kind of shitty. And, <laughs> you know, I really don't fucking like humans. And, and I would be like, well, at least I'm not a Solarian. But up, up. Damn. <laughs> you know, and I remember, you know, meeting him, and I was like, he was like, you did good, kid. Now I'm going to go kill some more of these things. And you're like, well, you want to work with me? And he's like, no, you'd slow me down and I don't fucking trust you. (laughs) (laughs) That's the Krogans I remember. (laughs) You're just like, well, I get, and like the the Pathfinder himself, you know, he's, you know, Ryder is like, can't get control of his fucking ship at the beginning of the game. Mm. You know, and you're just like, because he's a wee little baby. Because he's a wee little baby and he's not. An established fucking N7 Marine like goddamn Shepard was. Mm-hmm. You know, N7 is not like a bitch. Yeah, no, not at all. Okay, just being an N7, you're not Commander Shepard. Yeah, people forget that you because... You could become Commander Shepard. Well, people forget that because their big tout to fame in Mass Effect 1 is when Shepard becomes a Spectre. They're like, oh shit, Shepard's a Spectre. Now he's badass. No. The whole N7 program, period. Those yeah, are the He was elite a fucking Navy elite. SEAL. Yes. Okay. Those are the badasses. He, he was, just went one step He further. was already a Navy SEAL when he started his ascent. Yes. In the first Mass Effect game, which is why that he would just bend Ryder over and take <laughs> fucking whatever he wanted. You're making fan fiction right now. I am. Because you're not talking. There's multiple writers. You're talking male Shepherd and male Ryder, aren't you? Oh, he could take both of them at the <laughs> same time. <laughs> and Rex? And Rex. No. No! Stop! <laughs> one of my favorite lines from all the entire Mass Effect series was one of the, uh, <laughs> was one of the renegade things that he'd say. <laughs> you got to... <laughs> He, you remember that line where he, he told that guy, he's like, you know, you, <laughs> you better fucking talk or I'll cut your balls off and sell them to a Krogan. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> that was, whoa. What? I'll, I'll sell them to a Krogan. And you're like, Oh man, that's, that's racist and mean and scary. Yep. And, yep. <laughs> you know, it's like, whoa. My favorite line from the entire Mass Effect series, Andromeda excluded was really what got me hooked. What made me go from just eyes glazed playing a new game to this shit's probably going to be good was the first time you want when you find Rex. And uh-huh. he's having that fucking argument with that dude because he's trying to get through. And he's like, you can't get through here. Something about he needed a pass. And he's like, I don't fucking need a pass. I'm just getting through. And he's like, do you want me to arrest you? I want you to try. I, I was like, I fucking like this guy. Yeah. So. Yeah. So 7.5 out of 10 for Andromeda. That's 20, where we're at right now. 20 hours in. Unfinished. Next movie. episode, we'll be talking about weeks. He'll have played more. We'll have more. May have gone down. May, may have, have gone, gone down. Up. May have gone up. I asked that because rolling into my week now, uh, I guess I'm finally going to break a little bit, and I'm going to talk about Breath of the Wild. Of course, I'm going to talk about it, but so here, here we go. So I've been thinking about really, really hard about how I want. I, bottom line, I want to talk about this game on this podcast so bad. And uh, of course, my main reasoning for not wanting to talk about it is because you haven't played it yet, but also because I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. Well, I don't really. Here's the thing. 
I'm not like you. I I don't care about the gameplay discovery so much. Mm, but it's so good. It's the location discoveries that I'm more about. Yeah. Um. So like, if there's like a a cliff that's like got a dog's head, you know, it's been carved into a dog's head, and you go in the dog's mouth and find fucking a treasure chest or something. I don't want to know about that. Yeah. But I don't give a fuck if you figured out some cool little things or neat little fucking, you know. Well. Link pees himself if he gets too hot or something. Okay, that's not a big deal. What I'm still going to do, though, I am going to break my thing, and I'm going to talk about Mass Effect today. So right off the bat, I'm just going to say spoiler warning. You're going to talk about Mass Effect? Oh, Lord, I said that, didn't I? Yes, you did. God dang it. Well, this is your fault. Well, I mean, this is is the end of Time Cats. (laughs) It is. It is. No, I'm going to talk about Breath of the Wild today, so I'm going to throw this out right now. Spoiler warning for Breath of the Wild. However... I will not, from now until the time that you can finally talk about it, I will not be talking about major plot elements, and even despite what you said, I'm not going to talk about the cool things, because, again, it's as has been said, this is a discovery game. This is an explorer's game. So the it shit that you... made by the Discovery Channel. Sure. The shit that you're going to find, that you are... The stuff you can find, the stuff you're going to fi- figure out on your own without being told that you're able to do... The errors that you're just going to stumble upon, you're going to be like, wow. Because this ha- uh, every hour I play this game, so far, uh, for, for time-wise, I'm about... I could actually pull my... I could pull this up right now while I'm talking and get an exact hour. I think I told you 60-something hours the last time I checked. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's I, actually... I'm that far into the game, and uh, I'll also preface this as well. It is still worth the purchase of both the console and the game. I'm I'm fucking glad I bought it. I'm I'll glad go, I bought I'll go buy me another Wii U. Another one, sure, sure. Just for that. That's just, that's just saying for people that don't have it at all. You know, there's yeah. got to be people out there like, man, I don't own either one. I'll take either one. You need to get either one. You need to fucking get on this game. So nothing about this game has had me go, oh man, uh, it's, now I'm starting to regret my purchase. I don't know. I don't know. There's so much discovery in this game. And even now with the, if I had to guess, 75, 80 something hours I'm into this game, I am still stumbling upon little things here and there where it's like, I just turn a corner and go, oh, that's cool. Or I see a fucking sunset that just blows my mind. Or I see this, I just, I see these animals or these beasts or whatever interacting in a cool way. And I'm like, oh man, that's a cool thing to see. Mm-hmm. I see new monsters or monsters interacting in a different way. Or I see, you're just going to explore and you're going to discover things. So that I'm not going to spoil. What I do want to say is that if I, as a fucking 35-year-old guy that knows what spoilers are, if I can't tell you about this game without spoiling it, I don't need to be on the fucking podcast. So I'm so going to try the fuck out. I'm going to try my best. <laughs> I'm going to try my best just like you did with Andromeda to talk about this game for a, for a wee bit and hopefully... Maybe some more people will get more interested or at least express more of my opinions on this game. Um, the same shit I said before still applies to this day. I still, I mean, I had to fight between Length of the Past and Ocarina of Time for which one was better. Yeah. And I still, I still right now put this game up in that, I'll make it a trilogy with those three, including this game. Um, however, oh, and also the game is still right now. Right now, if doing like you did with a 7.5 for Andromeda, I'm giving a 9.5 out of, out of, uh, Breath of the Wild. Now, I know there are rabid fanboys of Nintendo and Zelda, and I know most of them that, you know, I'm thinking somebody down the road listening to this podcast two years down the road hears this and goes, <gasps> 9.5. 
What the fuck? You didn't say 11. You're shit up. Fuck you. This is why. While I do love Nintendo, and while I do love Zelda, I can still find flaws in the game. Yeah. And I've heard critiques about this game. And I have had, I've seen three or four different reviews, so to speak, spoiler-free, mind you, where people have laid out their, kind of like I did with Mass Effect 2, they've laid out these points of where they said, this is not, I didn't like this, I didn't like this, I gave this game a six point out of, I gave it a six out of ten, and here's the eleven reasons why. Yeah. I didn't agree with any of them. I've had fun with everything I've seen so far. There is one glaring criticism that I have that still keeps the game at a 9.5, and I'm talking about that meter's pushing, though. That meter's still going, man, I could... Because you haven't unlocked a maker. You could breathe, and I could go over to a 10. It's that fucking good. Um, And, again, spoilers, so if you're, you you know, you don't want to have this shit spoiled, you don't need to listen, is... So there's, there's, oh, I don't know, about a hundred and... 120, I haven't looked up the actual facts. I'm trying my best to stay away from looking at shit, but I think there's like 100, 120, 130 something little dungeons. That's what all the little uh, shrines are for. Yeah. There's some throwaways, but there's never been one. There's never, there hasn't been one shrine yet where I did it and I was like, that was fucking stupid. I could, <laughs> all of them I've been like, you just walk out of the shrine like, fuck that shrine. <laughs> there are, there are varying degrees of these the shrines. The water shrine. Okay. So there's the shrine where you, there's a shrine wide out in the open. You go up to the damn thing and you go into the shrine and you do a puzzle and you win. Okay. It may have one or two little things you do, but that's it. You have another one where you go into the shrine and you basically have a battle. You know, you're going to step through this door and a, and of some degree, either easy, medium, hard or ultra fucking hard. There's going to be enemy, enemy there. Yeah. And you're going to kill him and you're going to get his weapons maybe or his items maybe and then you're going to get what you're what you're there for. Uh you you also have some where uh you have to do something in the world to even open the shrine and it's a, sometimes it's a little or a lot of work to just open the shrine. Well they have they say in most of those that well if you've already did the work just to open it once you get in there we'll give you the treasure and what you're there for period. So again, that's not bad. I've already did the work. If I had to go do yeah. all that work and then go into the shrine, I'd feel like I was doing double. They said no. They the shrines are very even, is what I'm getting at. Okay. Um, there are a couple gimmicky ones with your, you know, I imagine it's the same with your switch. With you got to hold, you have to balance your Wii Wii U uh, pad, or you got to balance the switch. Those are very few and far between, and none of them have I been like, man, this is I'll throw this I, shit. I actually had a gameplay question. Three out of ten. Fuck this. What? Okay, gameplay question. Mm-hmm. You can make, like, ice blocks and shit, right? Yes. You make big-ass blocks of ice. Okay. Ye- you can make you can make those ice blocks float in midair? No. No? No. You have to stack them on something? No. The ice that you can make, if you want me to spoil it for you, yeah. it's an item you get very, very, very early in the game. Uh-huh. It's It just, you find any body of water, and you can make a rectangular pillar of ice form up. You can climb okay. on that pillar. You can use it in different ways. Now, but could you, don't, you make a giant you don't tower make, you don't, and, like, jump off the top of it? Uh, No, they don't stack. You only get to make one at a time. That, that Now, I haven't had it upgraded. Maybe I'm fucking lying. Maybe you can upgrade it, and you can make four or five in a row. But as far as I've got so far, you can make one little rectangular pillar appear, and you can use that to manipulate the environment. You can use it to your advantage in some way, puzzle form. 
Okay. But you, no, you can't make like a cube of ice that just sits on the floor. You pick the cube up, you throw it around. Not no. There are things like that in the game, but that's not what that that ability is for. Damn. Um, I was hoping you could like get like really high the fuck up and jump off of it because I like. Man, you're gonna be up in high places all over in this. I game. like jumping off of things. High. This is another reason why the stem the thing is a good thing because when you when you see a mountain way off in the distance and you say you know what I'm supposed to go do this mini quest in this in this town but you just wake up and turn the game on you're like I'm not supposed to go do this quest but and you pan the map around and you go, oh, I'm just gonna go climb that what fucking- you should be able to do is use the hook shot you get the hook shot and then you like whip yourself forward and you pull out your glider. And you like float up in the air, and then you keep using your hook shot to pull, propel yourself even faster forward. Yes, that would be cause, a really awesome game. Two is a great game. That would be yes. a really awesome idea for a game. So if you look around the map and you say, "I'm just going to climb that fucking mountain," number one, getting to that mountain is going to take a while. If you don't have any quick teleports or whatever, you got to get mm-hmm. there. It's going to take a while, and then climbing the mountain is actually it's rewarding. Because it's not all sheer cliffs. They give you just enough footholds that if you maneuver yourself right, you can climb that mountain. And yeah. you'll have obstacles in your way. You'll have enemies in your way. You'll collect items on the way. It's not just sea mountain, climb, climb, climb. I'm at the top. It's not boring at all. That's great. So so of all the criticisms I'm trying to throw out, number one is the shrines. Um, I'm, I'm like... 40 something, 50 so it's just, something. It's just like an overwhelming amount of shrines. That's the, that's what people are saying. But it's, here's the thing. This is the criticism of the shrines is that when you find a shrine, you literally, you open the shrine, you go inside, you do the puzzle, you find it, you find an NPC that gives you the item you're there for and you leave. You find another shrine, you go in the shrine, you do the puzzle, you get the thing, you leave. The rep, the repetition is what people's problem with. Yeah. I have zero fucking truck with it because I have fun. I don't, I don't sit there and calculate the time of how long it takes me to actually get into the shrine and how long it takes. And oh, that NPC looks a little different than the last one. I don't care about none of that shit. Yeah. I'm having fun doing the shrines. So boom. Are they the greatest th- game thing in the world? No. Do they equate to Zelda dungeons? No. And that's where I'm going to get to my next big criticism in a minute. Uh, weapon durability. This is what I, we were going to talk about earlier. Uh, I initially could give or take the durability thing. I didn't see or hear that on the onset, and that became an issue for me because I didn't know how the game implemented it. I know what durability is in other games, but I don't know how Nintendo was doing it. I I like the way these weapons have durability because when I'm out in the world, if I had a weapon that didn't break, I would find, I would powerhouse one fucking weapon, and I would never default from that weapon. Unless the gameplay strictly made it where you need to have a spear to kill this enemy, or yeah. you need to have a bow. No, all these enemies can damn near be killed with any weapon you get, as long as you use it right, as long as you tactfully think about what you're doing. So the fact that I have durability means that I'm when I'm out in the world and I got five, six enemies around me, I got one weapon, I bang, 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 kill one guy, bang, bang, kill another one, hey, your weapon's getting bad, bang, bang, I kill him, bang, bang, boom, weapon's broke, look around, find another weapon, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't look at the strength, I don't look at what it is, I've got four more, three more people left, four more people after me, 
pick up another weapon or look in my weapon inventory and pick another one. Hey, this is a boomerang. Well, it's fucking all I got right now. Bring it on, bitch. And I'll hit it with the boomerang or I'll back off and use it like I'm supposed to. Boom, the boomerang breaks. What do I got left? You got a spear. Well, I'll fucking back up and use a spear. You need to, you need if to it take wasn't, a, If it take wasn't this, I would have a sword and I would kill every fucking enemy with a sword. You need to go get the boomerang and drop it into the magical pool so the fairy will upgrade it to the magic boomerang. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. There's shit like that in the game that lets you upgrade your armor. I'm assuming there's ways to do it for weapons too, and I'm pretty sure I probably missed this in the first area, and some guy's like, dude, you could have done upgraded your weapons hours ago. I haven't done it yet, so all my combat has strictly been finding weapons, and if I see a weapon that's more powerful than the other one, I may swap it out, but I just pick them up and run with them. You do have a way, you do have ways to upgrade how many weapons and armor you carry i have not even found that guy yet but i just know he's out there because hey guys i had that shit spoiled for me but i know eventually i'll be able to carry more weapons so i won't have to be so dire choosing on my weapons i can just pick them up and keep them and i'll still keep using them yeah um kind of like you said with the uh with hopefully the reaper thing for andromeda this is what i'm hoping for breath of the wild and you've seen it so this ain't spoiling it for you but i've found the master sword I yeah. found that shit just out in the world. I knew it was in the game, but I had no idea where it was. I had a Zelda storyline candidate. Duh, it's in the fucking Lost Woods. Of it's got to be in some woods. So when I found the woods and found the sword, I was like, good, awesome. I can't get that sword yet because I'm not powerful enough yet. And I'm telling you right now, this is how it's showing Nintendo's masterpiece in my mind. If I pull that fucking Master Sword out, and it does not have durability, even if it's moderately powerful. Even if the the most powerful weapon in my inventory right now is like a forty-five, and the Master Sword is like a, a, a 20. If that thing can never break, that is fucking masterpiece. Because Nintendo has made you go through this game and feeling that pain and that, oh shit, of my weapons breaking, my weapons breaking, my weapons breaking. I've just got to do what the fuck I can with what I got. And then I work and work and work. And then I get the Master Sword. And it don't break? That's fucking genius. That's awesome. That is just another reason why I don't have a problem with durability. Now, if it does have durability, well, oh well. You broke the fucking Master Sword. You're the worst Link (laughs) ever. What I'm hoping doesn't happen is that it has durability, but but you can go to this NPC and he will always repair it. I don't even want that. But if that's what it is, I'll fucking deal with it. I'm saying... As a big statement, I have no problem with the shrines, and I have no problem with weapon durability. I wonder if they're going to do, like, I mean, uh, do you remember, you know, of course you remember, Link to the Past had multiple iterations of the Master Sword. Yes, yes. You had the um, original sword that you started with, then you got the Master Sword, and it was a big upgrade. Yeah. It felt like, wow, I'm fucking shit up now. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you went and got it tempered, and suddenly it was red. It went from being, like, awesome blue color to awesome red color. Mm -hmm. And you were fucking shit up with that. I hope it does that, too. Yeah, I hope it does that in this game. I hope you can, especially since they put so many weapons in the game, Mm -hmm. I hope they have a way to get it tempered. I love those power increases. And then a a way to get it, like, magically reforged. Yeah, I'll take that. That would be so fucking, it would be a great callback because they haven't done it in a while. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah. 
so the shrines as a complaint, the durability is a complaint. Um, I'm trying to think of other big glaring things that people are, sh- are, are shitting themselves over. Yeah, and I haven't. My big one, and again, I'm this. This complaint is not a deal breaker at all. It's just more of a guys. I think you could have done better. I'm happy with what you gave me, but I know you could have done better. Do you remember? The, the dungeons and the bosses of Link to the Past. I don't yeah. mean my name, but you just remember them. Yeah. You remember you had a dungeon where you had to find a glove. You had to use the glove to pick up shit. Yeah. You remember a dungeon where you had a hammer. You had to use the hammer to knock, to knock little pillars down. To or break you, shit. Yeah. To break the fucking boss's carapace, you know? All the bosses felt unique. All the bosses felt different. They, you had to use not just your tactics, but specific items to, to, you know, manipulate them. Yeah. This game, I've been through two main dungeons. Number one, there's only four. Now, if there's more unlocked later, fuck yes, bring it on. If this, if they're really pulling a links of the past, but they're just really expanding that shit to where, oh no, Man, you did the three. What happens is you beat this first world and you get a dark world. Mm-hmm. And you just like shit yourself yes. because you have to start over. There's and, like, like eight bigger dungeons. Everywhere there was a river, now it's a fucking lava flow. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, oh. I would love for that. But number one, that's my, that was, that, that has been since I've known about this game and what I've, since I've had it spoiled was that there are four main dungeons. So in my mind, without getting there yet, I'm assuming that, yeah, there's a hundred and something plus, 120 something plus shrines. There's four big key storyline dungeons, and then uh, there's wherever the fuck again is in the Hyrule Castle. So there's the fifth one, and then that's it. If that's all there is, just speaking solely from a dungeon quantity, a dungeon content level, that's not enough for me. But I'm still having fun with everything else. Again, are the dungeons all unique in the typical Zelda form? Do you need like special things and special tactics? And there are the. The dungeons themselves are physical things, and they all have different ways of being manipulated. Yes. Okay. But it's it's not a, hey, did you find the boomerang? Cool, you're going to use the boomerang to get through this dungeon. Hey, did you find the hook shot? Cool, well, you're going to use the hook shot. It's more like, they're more like extended, larger versions of the shrines, like by, by like 10 times larger. There's yeah. more... There's more, there's like, a shrine will give you one, maybe two, maybe three small little puzzles. These dungeons give you like five, six, maybe ten things. Okay. So the fact that the dungeons are not, maybe in scale, that in scale they feel smaller. They may not be smaller because they are fucking huge in your physical size comparison, but, um, they just feel smaller. When other dungeons felt bigger and more expansive, there's more mm-hmm. doors, there was more areas, there were more pits and more walls and more secret areas to bomb and all that shit. That's, that's, that's gripe too. Again, not a deal breaker. And neither is deal part three that I'm fixing to say. None of this is a deal breaker. It's still a nine point fucking five out of me. It's just, this is where I see as a, I can be a fucking critic because I've played the Zelda games. I can, I'm allowed to be a critic. The bosses in these dungeons, they're eh. Again, really? going back to the bosses in Link to the Past as a prime example, 
you had the fucking the worm. I forget. I don't remember all their names. I'm, I know the they all had worm. names. There I'm were sorry. two sets of worms. Well, there was one where you had three sets of worms. There was one that was one big worm, and you, and you swiped its tail. It had you, crazy eyes. Yeah, you had one that had uh, a fucking a big rock or, or or bone carapace. You had a shadow with a hammer. Yeah. You had a two headed dragon. You had a fucking butterfly looking thing. You had a blob full of eyeballs. These are basically. Again, I've only beaten two. They're bipedal. They walk on two legs. They got two arms. They have weapons. And you basically don't even have to find a weak spot. You have to manip, you have to do a little bit of puzzling to kind of get, to kind of get them down. But once you do that, it turns down to hack and slash. So yeah, I mean, again, the fact that old bosses too, you did have to do at least one thing to knock them down. It just doesn't feel the same is what I'm getting. Yeah. Uh, it feels like I'm using shit that I already. You don't have that magic of, of opening that big chest and going, oh shit, I got a hook shot. You know, you yeah. walk in all these dungeons with all the shit you already have, so you're kind of ahead of the game. You just get to go through the arsenal of shit you have and go, hmm. Well, maybe I can use a bolt. I could use a lightning arrow. Maybe I can use a guardian sword. Maybe that'll do more damage. Maybe I can, maybe I can use a boomerang and hit him from a distance. I don't know. It's not a, okay, I need to get behind him and pull, use the hook shot to pull this shit over here. Or I need to use magnesis and pull this fucking block on its head. There are, the second boss that I fought does have a little bit of, they have two phases. Mm-hmm. The first phase for me is typically being get up in their shit and dodge shit like Dark Souls and fight them. So you see why that's not a big deal for me. That's yeah. not a deal. That's like, oh, cool. I will fight you. When the second part happens, you're you're kind of using what little tools you have and trying to make shit happen. Yeah. So my critique, why it goes from a ten to a nine point five, still worth buying the fucking console for. Still worth buying the game, and I'm still having a blast. I was playing it eight nine hours before you got here straight. Uh, is that the big dungeons? They they could have been done better. There could have been more done to them. They could have been larger. And yes, I'm saying they could have been larger than they than they already are. Uh, the the lack of you know the the content inside could have been fleshed out more. And the end bosses, I feel like they're getting forgettable. Like, I don't want that. I want to be able to look back and think of, like, bosses from Ocarina of Time. Like, hey, I remember the fucking weird dude from the Shadow Dungeon with the bongo. And, you know, I remember, uh, uh, I remember the plant, the, the, the fucking bug one from the first one. You know, I, I want to be able to remember these. And these are like, yeah, you just fight a big fucking scary monster. That's, that's about it. <laughs> um, so that is big my. Big fucking scary monster. Yeah, with, with a sword and a shield and he's rawr and, you know. Yep. Hey, kill him. Hack and slash his ass down till he's done. Man. Um, I hope that makes sense. I hope people get. It would be really cool if they had like Shadow of the Colossus type fucking bosses. Well, <laughs> that, you'll, you'll, you'll find out. Um, that's my only big critique. The world is large. The world is expansive. And I'm, uh, of course, I'm saying this only 70 hours in, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm sure that once I've played, you know, 200 fucking hours of these games, I'll have seen most, if not every area, I've seen every area two or three times. I'm saying right now that I keep going around this world 
and teleporting from place to place. And I'll pick a spot on the map and I go, I don't think I've been through that area. And I'll walk through and just getting to there, I have find four or five little bitty things to do. Yeah. I'll find an encampment of enemies or I'll find a little secret thing that I can tell is a secret thing and I got to figure out what to do. Or I'll find a way to a shrine or I'll find a fuck ton of you know, these items only are in this area, so I need to, you know, make note of where this area is, because if I ever need this shit, I gotta come back here. Um, again, it is an explorer's game. It is a discovery game. Uh, the graphics are great. The music is great. The, the way, the subtle music is awesome. Uh, I have no problems with the voice acting. It's, oh, it's okay. It's give or take. But I don't, I mean, the, the, this ain't a fucking movie. I don't, I don't tout this as being the greatest. I don't expect uh, Schindler's List out of this, so I don't have a problem with Schindler's the voice. Schindler's Zelda. I don't have a problem with the voice acting. <laughs> I'm, what I'm saying is, again, is I've heard I've heard some of the gripes, some of the complaints, and I've agreed with none of them. I have not heard one person. I heard one person gloss over what I just said about the bosses. Damn. But nobody has been like, "This is the thing. This is the thing for me. This is where I said." All right, guys. You maybe maybe because the game was coming out so fast, you kind of curtailed this down a little bit. But they could have done better. Does not detract at all. I'm still fucking loving it. Still having fun. Having a great time. Well, you if you don't get like 20 heart containers, then you're doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah. You're speaking truth. <laughs> We're still in spoiler territory. So uh, uh, Adam has seen this, so I guess I can talk about this. Uh, spoilers again, if you, hopefully you still have fast forwarded it because we already said spoilers, but the, again, just stumbling upon the Master Sword for me was awesome. No, when I went around the world, uh, people told me about who I was. I have amnesia. I don't know who I am. So you'll run across people and they're like, Hey, you, um, you're kind of missing your shield. And you're like, what? And you're like, yeah, you got a shield. There's a very iconic shield for you, man. And you go four or five quests down the road, another NPC in a, in the other side of the world will be like, yeah, you're Link. Where's, uh, where's your sword? And he's like, what sword? I've got a fucking axe. I've got this bow and arrow. I got this boomerang. I got this big dope, like a big great sword. No, 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 no. You, you have a sword. Like, I don't remember what it was called or what it was about, but you always had this sword. You need to find that sword. So I heard all this and I'm like, I know the fucking master swords out there, but nobody is telling, nobody was like, Hey, I'm just telling you, if you go to the lost woods in this area, you'll find the sword. Nobody did that. So I was like, where the fuck is the sword? And then when I stumbled across where it was, I was like, that's fucking cool. That's positive one. Positive two is how you have to get the sword. That thing is sitting just like it was in the lost woods in a fucking pedestal. And when you walk up, the Deku tree's there. And he's like, hey, man, glad to see you're here. That's your sword. You can't touch that yet. You, you can't pull that out yet. You know, when you found it in Link to the Past, you just had to get in there. Once you got in there, you pulled the shit out. No, you couldn't. That wasn't how you did it at all. Well, you had Let to get just the... just go ahead and gut check you real quick. Hold, I'm saying once you had the pendants and once yeah, you got yeah, there... Yeah, it was the pendants that did it because it totally fucking ran straight up in there. At the fucking beginning of the game, and I would grab the fucking pedestal and slam my head back and forth on it. About <laughs> or you grab, times. or you grab the fake sword, and it's like, nah, come on, this ain't the sword at all. This is a bullshit sword. <laughs> but uh, so I found it, and I went to pick. It, and I was gonna try it anyway. He's like, all right, go ahead, and it cuts to a cutscene of 
him with both hands, like pulling out Excalibur. He's pulling the sword up. And it shows your hearts. It shows your health meter. And as you're pulling the sword up, it tells you to hold the button down to pull it up. And as you hold it down, the camera zooms in on you real slow. And he's trying to pull it up. But as he's trying to pull it up, his hearts start decreasing half by half by half. And depending on how many hearts you have, like when I went in there, I had like like six hearts. So when it got down to when I had one half a heart left, the Deku Tree cut me off. Said stop. If you had pulled that for another second, you would be dead. Like you are not, you are not physically strong enough to pull this master sword out. You need to go get stronger. When you come back, you you can you try it again. So now, as I'm Have going, you ever out, killed yourself trying to pull the master sword out? I did. I did a few. What times. What a horrible way for Link to die. <laughs> I even went. I I, fi- I figured I could game the system because I encourage you to do this when you play it. This game, a lot of times, will put you at a puzzle. And you have not only gameplay mechanics, but you have Zelda-specific mechanics you're used to. You'll walk in an area, and you'll see a puzzle. And you will see all the things, the items, the set pieces, the 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 the, the, air, the lay of the land. And you'll go, okay, these are the abilities I have. These are the weapons I have. These are the items I have. Okay. So what I, I so there's my treasure chest. Okay. Okay. So I need to, obviously, I need to take this platform and push it down over here, grab this block, somehow get this block over here to hold that end up, and then go over here and push this thing here to do this, you're doing, you will spend all this time doing what you always do as a Zelda person, as a Zelda gamer, just figuring out the puzzle. But if you stopped and just fucking went at it with common sense as in the real world, just thought about what you needed to do, there's like a two-step thing to get it done. There, this game breaks a lot of Zelda stereotypes. There are all, so many times where I've been trying to figure out a puzzle and figure out a puzzle and figure out a puzzle. And I did something by accident and went, are you fucking kidding me? That's all I had. That is fucking ingenious because that's not what I'm used to in the Zelda game. So, so when you, when, when, when you, when I'm thinking outside the box, I try to think outside the box all the time. I get to the master sword. I got six, seven hearts. I can't pull the sword out. I said, that's okay. I got you, bro, because I cook, and I've cooked lots of fucking different types of food. I've cooked some that's increased my hearts several times over. So fuck my six hearts. I've got a food that will increase my hearts up to 15 plus. I have 21 hearts now. Bring it on. So I fucking ate the food, and I walked up to the pedestal, and went to grab it, and it brought my hearts back down to six. So the game was like, what a dick. The game was like, nah. It's like, nah. You nah. play by the rules, motherfucker. Your base, your, your, you need to come at me with what you got. So, and so all this time I'm going out and doing these shrines. I'm thinking, well, that's one more down. It takes four shrines to get one heart. So you have to do, you turn them in. You either turn four in for a heart, or you turn four in for a little bit more in your stamina meter. Mm-hmm. And I've. Every time I do a shrine now, I'm like, that's one more. I'm up, I'm up to two. I do another one. I'm up to three. I'm up to four. Let me go get this heart. Let me race back there and try to pull it out. Uh, nope, not enough. Go do some more. So I'm, I'm almost there. I feel like I'm like Damn. two or three hearts away. And I'm telling you, every time I've got that music cranked up, I'm, I'm, I can't, I can't wait till I can pull that thing out. 
So that that's going to be a good it's thing. It's going to take like 70 hearts to pull sure. that thing out. And that's fine by me because it means I've had to work to get that thing. And it's so whatever reward is going to be, just like you what said. If, what if the Master Sword is not like stuck in the stone? What if it's just that heavy? And <laughs> he wow. has to walk around dragging it behind him. <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> like bigger on sword. He's like, <laughs> clang. I know it's not because in the cut scenes it showed him actually practicing with a sword and it's, you know, Okay, it well, um, it would have been totally cool if yeah. it drowned you as soon as you went in the water with it. So I'm still having fun. Like, and, and this is another thing. When I've done the, I, I, it, it, it was probably about 40 or 50 hours into the game before I finally said, all right, Enough fucking around for a bit. I'm going to go try a main dungeon. And I did. And when I got done with the main dungeon, I didn't go, oh, let's go to the next place. I just went out and fucked around the world some more. I got lost in the Are world. Are the dungeon rewards significantly more than the shrine rewards? Not really. Damn. Main story-wise, yes. But again, if you're going into the big dungeons thinking like you're going to find this big thing, you don't. You do find... You, you'll find awesome weapons... And you'll find uh, extra items. You'll find some really quality stuff in the dungeons. But I haven't found the hookshot. I haven't found the magical boomerang. I haven't found the Pegasus boots. So uh, it's progressed the story. Do they have items like that? They have boomerangs. And maybe, maybe, there's, maybe there is a magical boomerang out there. I just haven't found it. Well, what I'm saying is it's not... The, the difference between a... Um, the hook shot, mm-hmm. say, and a fucking goddamn boomerang you picked up off the ground mm-hmm. is that you can use the hook shot over and over. And yeah, over and over. I haven't found. If, yeah, if, if I mean, I understand that you can do that now with bombs. Like bombs are now like an ability that you have. Yeah, is there like a hook shot ability? If there is, I have not found it, and I'm willing to say no because I've seen like three abilities. One was like a you make a bomb, and one was like. You make a big block of ice, and the other one was like, you make you move metal and shit. Do you want me to tell you what they are, or you want to leave it be? Well, I mean, I, I was just hoping that there was more than that. Well, the the ability slots you have, you only have one, two, three, four. I want to say there's five, and there's no empty spots behind it. So I'm going to say no. I'm going to say that there's no Pegasus boots, no hook shot. No wand, no none of that. Again, I don't fucking know. I, maybe it's out there. Maybe they're really holding this shit till way later. I kind of doubt they are because, again, I'm like 70, 80 hours in this game yet. I figured I would have found something like that by now. That that hurts. But I haven't. Again. I mean, these, this was the perfect point to put all this stuff back in. It is. But... Just like you said with Andromeda, it's good shit to they put didn't it into anybody, a sequel. They didn't want anybody fucking, you know, flying around using the hookshot to fucking swoop around on their fucking glider. They want you to climb and want you to glide. They want you to explore. So, hey, I don't know what the fuck Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be like. I don't know what the next Zelda is going to be like. If that if the next game is this fucking big and this detailed and this quality oriented, but then they bring back the old no. shit... They're I gonna, would shit my It's going to be this big, but it's going to be a boat. Or it's going to be all under. You also have to remember that these items, they change ways that you do things. Like, I feel accomplished when I climb hills, when I climb 
cliffs, when I climb mountains, and it feels cool as shit when I glide off of them to go wherever I need to go. Mm-hmm. If I could just grab a hook shot and go one shot, two shot, three shot, I'm up this fucking mountain, I wouldn't, it wouldn't feel the same. Which is why, again, I say if this is, maybe that's, maybe that's, that would be an award for way late. Just like I would hope that the Master Sword would be a no durability. As to be like, hey, you've put hours and hours and hours into having weapons break in your hands. Now you have this bad fucking powerful sword that don't break. It would be really cool to have to go throughout the world and jump and climb and waste stamina and fall off a cliff and find another way to get up. And then I get an item that just lets me hook shot. I would feel rewarded for it. Like, you know, Blink always ends up in the same set of equipment. Yeah. He always ends up with, you know... uh, Fucking the know, Highland badass. Shield, the Master Sword. Well, he doesn't even have the Highland Shield. Make... He has like the Mirror Shield, well, shit like that. Yeah, you yeah. know, he has fucking. Uh, he ends up with like a sick, nasty Master Sword or something like that. Yeah. I'm just. I'm hoping that you feel that way when you get to the end of the game. You're like, what up? And I'm finally. I want that feeling of complete kit. If the last dungeon in this game is expansive and awesome. And the last boss fight is two, three, four levels, and the combat is awesome. I wouldn't give two shits. Well, I heard that you can just roll straight up and, and dick punch. Apparently, you can. Badass. And I've went. If if I was to pull my map up right now, you would see you would see the castle, and you would see all my areas around that castle. I've been close to the castle. I've gotten. I've skirted the edges. Mm-hmm. And like jumped in and got a few items and ran the fuck away before I could get one shotted by four different things. Uh-huh. But I know that I I want to work myself up to be able to just get in there. I'm saving that dungeon for what I feel it should be, which is a big, grand, epic experience. And when I walk in that thing, I'm not gonna lie. I may go in there between now and the end of the game and test it to see what things are in there, just to see how powerful yeah. you actually are but i'm gonna have upgraded armor which also you can upgrade armor yeah there are uh that's what i'm not going to tell you how you do it but yes there are levels to your armor that you can upgrade you can get these things and you can upgrade them um so when i decide okay all four dungeons are done i'm going in there with fucking awesome armor powerful arm, defensive armor i'm going there with my master sword hopefully upgraded beyond whatever it can be upgraded to uh, i'm going in there theory. with a fuck ton of food and hopefully a bigger inventory so I can carry a shit ton of food and I'm going to fucking have my way with that thing. I have no desire to go in there right now and spend three or four days, you know, getting one shotted by everything just to say that I beat Ganon with three hearts. That's not what I'm in this for. I'm working towards everything I'm getting and I'm having fun doing the work. Yeah, and I'm going to play that game and you're going to be like, Adam, did you finally beat Breath of the Wild? I'm be like, Yes. I beat it with three hearts. I cool. Up in there and killed Galley. Played the game for five minutes. See, that is something else too. You can leave the starting area. This is in theory. You can leave the starting area, and they go, "Here's the world, Link. Have fun." You can go to Ganon's castle. I have yet to hear of anybody tell me, or I've read that somebody said, "Yeah," and you can totally go all the way through Ganon's castle, and you can totally beat Ganon with nothing but the shit you started with. Because we know that's not how you do it. You're going to have to have some kind of magical arrow. You're going to have to have the Master Sword. It's probably going to have to deflect some things, or it's probably the only thing that can do damage to Ganon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to have to have found Zelda, and she's going to have to help you somehow. So I've found none of that shit yet. 
So I'm sh- maybe I could. Maybe I could just try it out and just roll up in the castle and see what it's like. But I feel like there's going to be some barrier there. Uh, no, no, you can't you can't come in here yet. Yeah. You know, just like the Master Sword is a barrier, that's going to be a barrier too. If you out there in the audience, if you've already beat Breath of the Wild and you ha- you're awesome and you fucking did it with only, you know, three or four hearts, let us know. Don't tell me how you did it. But it it would be just nice to know that you could do that. Maybe I'll do that as a challenge one day. Yeah, but that was the end of uh it just reminds me of the very end game of Link or you know, uh Link to the Past. Mm-hmm. Where you know, you find the spot where you start at mm-hmm. on the in the dark world is now the very end of the game. Yep. So you literally go to the dark world and bounce you're sitting right in front of the hole you jump down in to go see Ganon. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. It was just really surprising to think that you were that close to him the entire time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, again, that's that's my that's my big talk for Breath of the Wild. Uh I, I, I could just repeat the same shit I said last last episode. I'm still keeping it as a nine out of nine out of nine point five out of ten. I went out and bought a console just for this game. I bought the game itself. I am happy with both purchases. I've been playing this thing for 80, 90-something hours now. I'm still having a blast. And again, the common sense comes into play. I do understand that once I play this game for two, three, four hundred hours, yes, by that point, I have seen everything and known everything. Yeah. But I'm still walking through areas and finding things I've never seen. I'm finding things where it's like, that's a cool little detail. I mean, you have night and day. There's shit you're going to see at nighttime you don't see in the daytime. Yeah. Uh, it'll rain. And it, this is a cool little addition. I guess this is one weather thing I'll spoil for you. It'll tell you, you can see this on the screen. It'll tell you what weather's coming. Uh-huh. So I'm sure you, you, you told me before I knew about it, the thing about lightning, like you've been struck by lightning. Yeah. Well, if, if you see a lightning icon coming up, you know lightning is going to be coming up soon, so you're going to have to equip your metal stuff. Well, when it rains, it, it it's so fucking tricky how to do you. It will rain, and that'll make walls slick, so it's harder to climb up the mountains. It's harder to climb up hills. Yeah. But that's not the only time it rains. There will be times you'll just be walking through the world, and you'll get a little drizzle for about a little rain for about three minutes, and then it'll go away. You'll have parts where it'll just be a just bam torrential rain for about ten seconds and will go away. You could look up and see the clouds going by. You can, I mean, it's not detail cool. like real life, but it it's not just it's raining. It's not raining. There are times where it says it's supposed to be sunny weather and you get a little bit of rain. It's cool. Different. You have lava areas. You have ice areas. You have desert areas. Does it rain in the desert? Area. Hmm. Does it rain in the desert? I. I want to say it has. I want to say it has. Funny thing, this is something you and I will appreciate, or you'll appreciate, because I did. There were people in the de- there was somebody in a town in the desert at nighttime was freezing his ass off, and he was like, he was like, well, why is it so cold? I came here to the desert for the warmth, and I'm freezing my butt off. I was like, yeah, yeah. just like in the real world when you get fucking deployed overseas, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, 120 degree weather, and they're like, nah, bro, wait till nighttime rolls around. No, it's 90. <laughs> Freeze. Freeze at ninety degrees. Yeah. So that's my that that that's my that's my thing. Again, if you haven't apparently from what Adam says and what I say both, if you haven't played Andromeda or Breath of the Wild, go out and play them. You'll have a good time with Breath of the Wild, and apparently you'll have a good time with Andromeda. They're both hot games right now. Good stuff. Good stuff. So slightly off topic. Have you <laughs> have you 
(laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. Okay. Uh, Slightly off topic, I did watch the newest trailer for Spider-Man Homecoming and the the second Justice League trailer. Have you seen any of these? I haven't seen the second Justice League trailer yet. Good luck. That's all I can tell them. Good luck. I hope y'all are doing a good job because... I'm hype as shit to right see Right now, the fucking cartoon universe for DC kicks the shit out of the fucking movie universe. Does it really? Yeah. Damn. <clears throat> you watch, like, the Flashpoint Paradox or any of that? Mm-mm. Oh, and I did. Any yeah, of the, no, any of the like DC animated movies is just fucking immaculate. And, but watching anything like they've done live action sucks balls. Yep. I mean, I didn't fucking particularly hate Suicide Squad. I understand it's, there are people out there that fucking hated that movie. I wasn't one of them. I was like, eh, it's pretty good. That's a good movie. I didn't hate I didn't, it. I, I didn't was mind just it. very disappointed. With I was it. disappointed, but I wasn't like, I wasn't like outraged. If that no, makes sense. I wasn't outraged. I, it wasn't like watching, you know, the thing that I knew going into it that I was going to hate it, which yeah. was, uh, the fucking, what was it? The last X-Men movie that came out where they had Apocalypse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was oh. like, oh, God, they did it again. Oh, oh, I knew for, it was going to happen. Thanks for ruining one of the... Yeah. 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 But again, Logan's good, so you need to give it a watch. I'm going to fuck you. You're going to fuck me? I'm going to fuck you. And Aaron, You understand that time. people listen to this. They do. <laughs> okay. They listen to me fuck you. No! <laughs> So, we're going to roll into the topic for today. The topic today is going to be something that's going to be a bit of a recurring theme. Uh, it's, it's not going to be Uh-oh. every single episode, mind you. We'll pepper this out throughout the times. But uh, we're going to start talking about video games as a whole. We're going to do like a we're going to do like a year in review for all video games. Yep. Uh 2017. Here we go. Yep. Years already rolling good. Breath of the Wild's great. Andromeda's a fucking massive disappointment. Oh, no. So what the effect? So what the idea is is we're gonna we're gonna start in the year 1985 because I believe that is the year that the Nintendo Entertainment System was released. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of games around it, but we're not strictly focusing on the Nintendo. The pr- the premise is we're going to go through year by year, starting with 85, and we'll go to 86 on another episode, and 87 on and so forth, and we're just going to pick out a bunch of games that we know we can talk about, and we're just going to highlight every year of video gaming as a whole. Yeah. Uh, this we're is going to be... This is going to be challenging when we get toward like the 2000s and later when there's a shit ton of consoles out and a fuck ton of games, too. But, uh... We're up for the challenge, and we're up for talking about games all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I'm, I'm, I'm cautiously pessimistic. Cautiously pessimistic. That's right. Pretty much sure it's going to go I'm to the, shit. I'm, huh? I'm 100% certain it's going to shit. <laughs> Confidently pessimistic. <laughs> so, again, uh, this is the first one. This will be scattered throughout. Uh, it won't be every single episode in a row. We'll, whenever we feel like it. We'll be talking about them, but this will be the first one. And today we're going to talk about 1985 in the gaming world. Now, we also started in 1985 because uh, Adam and I both have varying degrees of Atari uh, history, but 
Atari wasn't. I think we brought this up on the on the memories on the very on the Zeta episode. The Atari I did play, and I do remember some of those old games, but they weren't at my heart yet. You know, they no, weren't. They my, were up in my heart. I fucking. I had some. Man, I I played Donkey Kong on yeah. the Atari before I played it on the NES. Mm-hmm. Well, if need be, we can go back. We can do like everything before, and I, I'm sh- we could probably loop all that together in one episode. Yeah, it I mean, be called the fucking shit games. Yeah, <laughs> talk, we, you could talk about the old ET, huh? Uh, sure, we'll talk about. We can talk ones. about the many variations of Pong. Mm-hmm. Talk about the many variations of Pac-Man, like the one that I played for the 2600, because it's the only one I had. And then I got to an actual arcade and played Pac-Man. and was like, what the fuck have I been playing? <laughs> oh, my God. This is God. nothing at all like what I've seen. Again, when all you have is all you have, that's all you know. And that's one of the, all I knew. One of the coolest things about those old arcade cabinets, though, was the art. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you get to see, like, uh, the... The Ninja Turtles on the side of the fucking arcade machine, mm-hmm. or you got to see Pac-Man fucking yeah. chasing the ghosts and shit. And it, the same thing could be said about artwork, and, and, and well, there, there was exceptions, of course, but artwork on Atari game cases did not Nothing match even what you close. were getting. Nothing. Oh, my God. People talk about E.T. being a bad fucking game, but you know what? There were a lot of bad Atari games. Oh, yeah. There were a lot. They didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Maybe some of them will make it on a future episode if we yeah. talk about, uh, if we just have an episode talking about shitty games. Maybe once uh, we evolve, <laughs> once we evolve to like a YouTube kind of thing, we can be like, yeah. Yeah, then we'll like have like gameplay footage of shitty, shitty games. Or maybe, but it's really hard to describe how bad Atari games are just using words. Yeah, because it's like, oh, it's a block like every other Atari game, but this block is supposed to be an alien. Yeah, you know, you can't really tell that, but I mean, it doesn't really come across that well without pictures. Yeah. So, yeah, again, we're just going to start at 85, and we're just going to work our way up. And uh, it's, it's going to be very easy to see what we're doing because we're literally reading off of lists. But we're just going to talk about the games that we know. And oh, see man, we here we go. Here so we go. Here's the day. You kind of have to check this list out and see if you can check, uh, check, check, check. See check if there's anyone on. The Back to the Future game? Oh, my fucking God. Oh, yes, I remember. Now. Yeah, it was only one. I remember the Back to the Future game, yes. The first stage, you just, it's like, you know what? I I hated Nintendo era scrolling levels where it was like, don't stop moving. You guy, the guy doesn't know how to fucking stop. (laughs) Okay. But this one was worse because it didn't go side to side and went up. Mm -hmm. So it was very paperboy esque. Vertical auto scrolling engage. Except, except that. You didn't have the attack, I don't think. I don't think so. I think you just had a dodge. You didn't everything. Add, like the paper boy could fling a fucking paper and maybe save his own goddamn ass every once in a while. Yep. No. Marty McFly, no such luck. He was that's, like, hey, that's the power of love. He was like, oh my God, it's a skateboard. You know, I ride skateboards in a movie, but in here, they're a lethal fucking killing machine. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I remember making it through that game and being very aggravated. I remember dying to the, the, the they had a pane of glass. You get, you crashed into that. I remember, yep. I think bowling, no. The second you level could was bowling. You throw bowling balls, I the think. The second level was bowling balls. Okay. You had to like, you fought out, you went to like the 1950s diner and for whatever reason they decided to attack you. Yeah, they you, were throwing fucking root beer bottles at yeah, you. Or yeah, or some shit like that. Yeah, and you were just like, no, daddy, You had to no. fuck that girl on the bars. Yeah, you fucked her. <laughs> you fucked her. 
right then. Yeah, this is why kids are allowed to play games right there. Thanks, <laughs> Back right. to the Future game. No, there was no sex in this game. Um, again, with the with the level of bullshit that game threw at you, I think I only ever made it whatever level was past that that root beer throwing level, and that was about as far as I could get because that game was that game. Damn, was, that game was bullshit. Uh, but it also, just like Atari games. This this was another one of those, hey, what should we make a video game about? I don't know. There's a cool any movie. Game, any game with a fucking movie license back then is <sighs> toxic as hell. Yep. You just stay the fuck away from it. Except Goonies 2. That was actually a pretty good game. The Goonies, or maybe it was the first, maybe it was... There was no Goonies 1. The game? There was no Goonies 1 game. Okay, well then Goonies 2 then. The Goonies 2 game was pretty good, yeah. I guess. Had some RPG-ish elements to it. See any up here that strike your fancy? Nope. Nope. Moving on down. Moving on down. See, this is why it's good we don't have oh, video. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Good old fucking <laughs> something. <laughs> oh, oh, you're not seeing anything. Okay. Yeah, again, I, I, actually, I think in the Nintendo era, this uh, Nintendo was just released. And these aren't just Nintendo games. This is any console that released any game around 1985. And uh, the fact is this is very, very, very early Nintendo. Yeah. You're, you're not going to have many. No, uh, not think, even a little bit. Was it November '85? As a matter of fact, yeah, it was late. I uh, believe. Yeah. Uh, let's see. A lot. Uh, Dig Dug Two. Well, I do remember Dig Dug from Atari. I remember Dig Dug in the arcade. Oh wow! Well, fucking got me beat. Yeah, man. My grandmother would be like, "Here, take some coins," and I'd have to carefully search out the game I wanted to play. Yeah, because like. It was like one of those, like, you get two quarters kind of deals. Mm-hmm. And that's the game you get to play for 50 seconds while it tries to murder you. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> and, uh, you know. Was the point of, this is, a lot of this is going to be refresher for both of us, but was the point of Dig Dug's levels was you were supposed to kill all the enemies or was it you had to get to an objective? I think there was an objective and you, like, digged yeah. towards it and you could, like, puff up the enemies. I can't remember a whole lot about it. It was just like, I remember that you used a bicycle pump to murder the fuck yeah. out of things. So it would have a level, and it would have multiple layers, vert- or horizontal layers. Yeah. And you literally dug your way a chunk at a time through the layers, and these enemies would go up and down levels trying to get to you. And if you got to an enemy, you could run from it, but your method of attack is jamming a fucking bike pump in their mouth, and <laughs> and they fucking explode. Which is a fucking brutal way to kill people. By yes, the way. very very brutal. But it but it worked. I think there were. Fruits. I bet it did. There were fruits in the level. There, there was, are fruits in every game back then. <laughs> they were just like, oh, Marty McFly, eat some fucking strawberries. Yay, power. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, I guess it was a fun game i loved it i loved i've never played in the arcade so i guess <laughs> just got a graphical upgrade in the arcade no oh god uh friday the 13th friday the 13th you wow. played it yeah yep that was one of those games that i played back in uh it was one of the ones i swapped for mm-hmm. way back in the day and man let me tell you that I, me and my friends back in that era, we had like a Jason fucking thing going on. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was all about discussing Jason and all the cool things he did. Oh yeah. 
You know, it was like a big thing that like Jason wasn't actually in the first and the fifth movies, you know, mm-hmm. you know, they had all these cool things and they, you know, Jason was like my favorite horror movie villain. Mm-hmm. So I got to play this fucking game and I found out you weren't Jason. <laughs> and I was like, this you, is the you opposite. You thought you were going to play as Jason. I thought I was going to play as Jason. Because Jason was on the cover. Yeah. Yeah. That and I was like, oh no. <laughs> I don't want to be the dumbasses. You had to get there to be the kids and you could throw yeah. fucking rocks. And I, I mean, this is not like, you know, any, anywhere near puberty Adam. This is like seven year old Adam. Uh-huh. It's like, oh no. <laughs> you know, what little bit of the movies I had seen, you know, it was always funny because you'd see their boobies and you'd be like, <laughs> yep. boobies. Yep. Um, but I remember I was like, okay, well, let me pick the dudes. And the dudes were all terrible because, yep. like, they fucking, they were slow, mm-hmm. not very good at getting their objectives. And, I mean, if you've ever played that game, you'd get real, the, you could actually find little paths. Like, you'd be, it was all side-scrolling. Mm-hmm. And you'd fight zombies for some reason, which just yeah, pop the fuck up out of the ground for no reason. swamp monster looking So, things. they, and then, like, you would notice, like, a path to the north, and you'd press that. And you have no idea which way you actually just turned. Yeah, the the ma- the way the map represented you was quite difficult to understand as what you were actually going, where yeah. you were actually going. It was it was really really difficult to understand. They gave you a map, which is better than a lot of games. Yeah, but uh, the way they implemented the map was oh not good. man, you like walked like I, I can't. I think you walked like. Uh, either clockwise or counterclockwise around a big circle, mm-hmm. and it had the circle had like little, little branches, and you didn't know whether or not you were going up or down when you went up. Yeah, yeah. You know, it it's like, like the map itself was on your screen and it was static. Yeah, but when you moved, they would change your perspective, change the location of the. You dot. just had to know. Okay, I I came from a three way split. I took a left, but that means on the map I'm going right. Yes. Because I know, because that's where, it's so fucking retarded. Yeah. God. And there were like caves and woods. And, oh, man. I remember you gunning for a fucking You could go knife. inside houses. Yep. And fucking Jason would be there. Uh-huh. You'd see the little Jason thing in the bottom, and you'd just immediately go for the door. Yep. And he'd be like, yep, nope, Jason's here. We're not going in this fucking You'd always place. hear the, the beep, beep, or whatever. When you knew somebody yeah. was in trouble, and you're like, well, I guess I got to go find my fellow camp person that's in trouble. Good God, if I could ever get to him. Break, breaking off topic here for a second, mm-hmm. but they've got a new Friday the 13th game coming out, and mm-hmm. it actually looks really cool. I don't think it'll be better than this game, though. I think it will be more true to the to the actual movies. Yeah. Because so now, now I know on a personal level why you're interested in this game so much. Because Jason is your favorite. He's my favorite harm. Oh well, shit. Now I'm like, why are you always telling me about Jason? Nobody even talks about Friday the Thirteenth anymore. Now, now I know. Well, they had um, and it's been like this is back when I was like six, seven years old. Looking at boobies. Looking at boobies. Shame because that's what I do. That's my nuts dropped. My nuts dropped back in kindergarten. Really? That's right. I was just fucking. You were just fucking. I was just fucking. Adam. I was. No, you weren't. <laughs> I was. I was the fucking premier kindergartner, fucking all time. So, anywho. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the uh, one of the new new cool things about the uh, the new game is that seven people play as camp counselors, mm-hmm. and one person does play as Jason. Ah, yeah. 
and he he's got like superpowers and shit compared to the other people. Mm-hmm. The other people have the objective of fucking survive and escape. Fucking surviving and escaping. Got it. Well, no, I think it would be really cool if they had. A <laughs> I mean, that would be true to the movie. If they, what, what would be awesome is if Jason could just randomly determine when he spawned. Oh yeah, and like the camp counselors had to go around, and they couldn't like prep for Jason. Mm-hmm. They would get like extra stuff for, I don't know, swimming and you know fucking and doing stuff that you know teenagers do. Mm-hmm. Like they have to go and like dance or. You know, go do drugs or something like that before mm-hmm. they, you know, and they get like bonus points for doing it, like doing drugs and fucking at the same time, get you extra bonus points or something. That'd be cool. You know, that would be, it would give a, it would give a, a gameplay mechanic kind of feedback reason for why you'd want to go do something ridiculously stupid in this mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you manage to survive after doing drugs and fucking, then you'd get like, I don't know, more experience to level up your people or you something. You really want to do drugs and fuck, don't you? Well, I'm just thinking that it would be more accurate to the game. I, I think, agree. Uh, to the game, movie. Yeah. For a gameplay mechanic. But right now, the way it looks like is they spend the time just like, I gotta find some type of weapon mm-hmm. and then I gotta find you know, a battery for the car and some gas for the car and they start like herding together like, you know, like Man, that never happens in the movies. You never have the the giant group of teens all banding together to fight Jason. No, which would have been a smart thing to do. Yeah, but, I mean, in the video game, obviously, they're going to be talking to each other and being like, no, daddy, no. Yeah. Jason's over here. Don't let him fucking kill me. Or, like they did in the Nintendo game, beep, beep. Beep, beep, beep. There was something. And, I, and Jason was killing, murdering the fuck out of some little kids in that game. Yeah. And he didn't actually kill kids in the no. fucking, because he did come face to face with kids all the time. And yeah. he would be like, nah, I'm not going to kill the kid. Mm-hmm. You know, there are a couple of kids he tried to kill because they were fucking with him. Yeah. But, you know, specific situations where he ran into other kids, he just left them alone. He just disappeared. I remember this game being so shitty of the way I think. I believe you started out with rocks. Yeah. Yeah. And, they, and then you could like upgrade to a knife. They threw an arc. Yeah. And you hated it, not because of just the damage, that dealt, because it would fly over a fucking enemy's head. Yeah. So you were, I got to find a knife. There's a knife somewhere on this map. I've got to find it. Mm-hmm. And then you get the knife and you go in the first house and like, okay, I need to go find it. Oh, dead. Yup. <laughs> Man. But hey, they, they tried their best. They tried. They get a little gold star. See any other ones up here? Because I see, uh, I, I, I see, see, I see Gauntlet. I, I see GI Joe. I played that. Oh, you played GI Joe, a yeah. real American hero. GI Joe is actually pretty decent. Tell me about it because I never played it. <clears throat> it's actually pretty decent. It's like a almost a Contra clone kind of thing. Well, I guess everything's a fucking Contra clone when you think sure, about it. Sure, Zelda's a Contra clone. Every Zelda is a Contra clone. Confirmed. <laughs> so. In any case, you uh you would pick your little hero dude, and yeah, they had little special powers and shit like that, and you'd run around just shooting the shit out of stuff and going through pre- some pretty decent little levels. Mm-hmm. I don't remember a whole lot about what the game was about. I remember that you could get like the snow dude, and you could get like the ninja dude. Snow dude. You remember the snow GI Joe guy? Yeah, his name was Snow Dude. His name was Snow Dude, and he went yo, he yodeled. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I I don't because. I, G.I. Joe was in my childhood, 
but I I didn't get to watch it. it I think it's something that you, it didn't come on on my local network of TV shows. Uh-huh. So I rare I got to see the movie. See, we had like a little four hour cartoon block that came I did on, too, but it was never GI Joe. Yeah. So I saw the movie and I saw a few shows, but. G.I. Joe wasn't that one of those childhood cartoons for me like the Ninja Turtles were or Thundercats or Voltron. But or, see, I had all that and I had G.I. Joe. I just never, it, they just didn't show it on mine, I guess. Yep. I it guess wasn't my favorite see. show yeah. by far because it was very, um, I don't know, there was just something weird about it. It didn't appeal. It wasn't all fantastical and stuff. You were just like, yeah. eh. Man. Yeah, it's all, the cool thing was it had Sergeant Snot Slaughter and he was usually like, fighting a rubber snake at the beginning of the fucking show. <laughs> so. But hey, the great thing about G.I. Joe is we got all the uh, PSA uh, shit from later on in our life. So. Oh, yeah. It, it endured. <laughs> uh, let's see. I Gauntlet? Know. Gauntlet? Oh, yeah. I remember Gauntlet. Yeah, played Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. You go around, you get to pick your little dude and go through the place. You get the arrows that bounce and come back and hit you. It was like a live action thing of Dungeons and Dragons without all the numbers and the dice rolling. It was without any of the good parts of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> sure. It's like Dungeons and Dragons, but not like Dungeons and Dragons at all. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Confirmed. No, but it was, it was a top down game. It was a dungeon crawler type of game. There was walls and there was, there were locked doors and, Every room pretty much had some kind of enemy or some kind of food mm-hmm. or item or something. Some little thing that you wanted to get and you'd fight your friends over getting You could do it cool multiplayer. Stuff. You yep. and a friend could go through it and, you know, you could be a wizard and there'll be a warrior or whatever. And, man, for what it was back in the day. Now, I believe this also, was this a, was that an original game or was that an, was it an arcade port? Uh, it was an arcade port. I never, there's so many arcade games. I never, you would be amazed when I go back through my Nintendo library memories. It seems like almost half of them. Yeah, man, that was an arcade game. No fucking way. Yeah. It was much better in the arcade too. Yeah. That's, they, the, man, they just ported, fuck it. We gotta get it on this console. We gotta yep. bring everything over. Which leads me to, uh, Ghost and Goblins. I did not know until in my mid twenties that that was an arcade game originally. Damn. That game right there, Adam, that is my, like, uh, hardest game ever. That's my trophy game. Don't worry, because I quit. That game? I quit that game before I got through the first level. I beat that game when I was 13 years old. And I'm going to tell you now, that is the one and only time. Dark Souls? Dark Souls is hard. Okay. It's fucking meant to be hard. It's not Nintendo hard. No. Nintendo Uh, hard was like... Yeah, we're trying to get more quarters out of you, but yeah. you already got all the quarters. Exactly. Uh, Ninja Gaiden for the PlayStation, I mean, for the Xbox, that there's another hard game. Got it. This game was back in Nintendo days where it was fucking shit stupid difficult, like Ninja Gaiden 2 difficulty, crazy shit. Uh, you played as this knight and you got, you can only get hit Twice, I believe it's boy. It's again. It's I think it's been like since I was 16 years old that I played this last. But I think you stand alone. You could get hit twice. You were in a suit of armor. If you got hit once, you were down to your underwear. You're like, well, fucking make it through the level. And if you got hit again, you died. You had two lives, and I think you had no continues. I I, it's it's been too long. Been way way too long. I say. This game has been the only time that I have sat, I, I had a notebook where I had maps 
I, I had drawn every single level as I progressed. I marked down where the enemies were. I'd make little notes like takes two hits, take one hit. Uh, I, if, if I go back a bit for this on the screen and come back, this enemy will disappear. Uh, mm-hmm. this is where this item drops. This item may be a random item. Don't touch this item. Don't man. I, this, this, I had, this was like 20 something pages of levels. Yeah. Now, it's not just the fact that I did all that shit to go through the game. It's the fact that at the end of the game, when you beat the game, you don't beat the game. You have to go through the game again. Yeah, there were a harder difficulty. Of games like that. Other shit spread around. I had to take a whole dip. I literally had a fucking notebook dedicated just to ghouls and ghosts. Damn. Um. And it's the only time I did that. So remember, you remember back in the day, we 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 had discussions about difficult games like Ninja Gaiden Two was one of them, uh, like Super C and all these difficult games. There were countless other difficult games in the Nintendo era. When I did that one for Ghost and Goblins, I said, "Motherfucker, that's it, that's it." I beat this one. I'm working it, man. I beat, I beat, I beat Ghouls and Ghosts. I mean, Ghosts and Goblins. I'm done. <laughs> Once you go through that hell for one game, and I think total, I think that was about eight and a half months. Not even straight playing. I, I played, felt really good when I beat Ninja Gaiden. Oh yeah, I beat Ninja Gaiden too, and I was like, man, I'm fucking shit. Mm-hmm. You know, when you beat these old Nintendo games, you you had to fucking work. And honestly, it's not. This is where that artificial difficulty comes in. Because that was artificial difficulty on steroids. Exactly. A lot of these games were ports of uh, uh, arcade games. Now, arcade were... games were inherently difficult because they want to they want to eat your quarters. Yes, but that shit didn't they don't they didn't care. Well, they didn't mind cheating you. Yeah. in an arcade game. Exactly. Well, when they brought that shit to the console, not only were they limited by graphics and engine and everything else, they didn't care about being twice as cheap because they were holy hell. They wanted to make these things. It it, it wasn't always just you. Figuring out a level or getting better at your skill, it was get past the cheap deaths over and over and over again. Yep. So when you beat Nintendo games, at, le- at, le- at you, least you felt that accomplishment. Yeah. You know when what I mean? you beat hard Nintendo games back in the day, it wasn't always that that you just you know you overcome the beast. It's you put the fucking work in. Yeah. You know what? I can't. The fucking level on Ninja Gaiden Two that had the damn lightning. Yes, and it would Fuck you, you could only level. see the level if yeah, when, when the lightning, when the lightning hit and it lit up the platforms. But then there were bats that were on that level. Yeah, it was like eagles or some shit yeah, flying around. Something. Yeah, fuck that thing. So, fuck yeah. that whole fucking level. Ghosts and Goblins is my one and only claim to fame uh, from the Nintendo era. I'm sure I beat other ones, but man, that's the one where I was like, I don't give a fuck if I beat anything else. I beat this one. And if any of these other games take any a percentage of this bullshit to beat, I'm just going to have fun with them. <laughs> <laughs> or, or they're going to get to a point where I go, no. <laughs> time for time to throw in the game, Genie. Did you have a game, Genie? I had a game, Genie. I had a game, My Genie. cousins had a game, Genie. A lot of my friends had one. Yeah. And the way that we've always done it is that if I if we beat the game one time, unless we were going to another type of, you know, if I beat the game on normal, I wouldn't use a game genie to go to the hard level. Yeah. If I beat the game one way, I wouldn't use a game genie if I wanted to beat the game another way. If I if I beat the game on, you know, mode A on normal difficulty, mm-hmm. if I go back through normal game, 
or a mode, normal difficulty, I will use the Game Genie then just to fuck around. Yeah. But I never pulled that shit out because I needed. But I tell you what, the way some of these games were. Infinite Lives Code, you felt like you... No, fuck you, I'm justified. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I get fucking six levels into this game and I get hit once and I gotta go all the way back over again and again. and No, fuck you. Infinite yeah. Life Code, yep. The whole concept of continues was just like to brutalize you. Exactly. Exactly. So, moving down the line for these games, I don't... Uh, Gyromite, by chance, you ever played Gyromite? Nope. Gyromite was one of the... Uh, Consoles peripheral, and I'm saying gimmicky in a respectful way. It was a, a one of the consoles gimmicky peripheral games. It was the beginning of Nintendo being fucking full of fucking shit. Sometimes, sure, uh, it had. It, you can look this up for yourself. I'm not even sure what the I, thing. Was I remember called. seeing videos of it, and it was like you move like pipes or some shit, right? Yes, uh, I, it's hard to describe here on the audio podcast. So I suggest if you want to check it out, just look up the, the game Gyromite. It came with a little peripheral. It had like the robot, right? Uh, no, that was Rob. Ah. This and I. Th- well, I think Rob could play this game. There was two peripherals. Uh-huh. The Gyromite game was played with this. It it was this gray apparatus. It had little pillars, and it had a blue plunger and a red plunger, and you could use those to manipulate the pipes in the game. Ah. I personally only played this game twice, so we're talking eight, nine years old, foggy details. But I think the idea also was you could hook this apparatus up to Rob, and Rob could kind of sort of play the game for you, or he could Ah. do certain things for you. Um. I mean, for what they were doing, for what they were trying, you know, adding different things, it was it was a cool idea. But I think as far as that little gray apparatus, I think there was only one or two games that even used it. So, kind of wasteful, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's about all I got to say about those. Like I said, I only played a couple oh, times. Oh, we got the reference for the day. What? <laughs> all I got to say about it. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Hardball. You played Hardball? Yep, the okay. very first one. All right. It was a beginning of a very good series, but unfortunately, mm-hmm. not the best entry in that series. It was up there with RBI Baseball for just having a baseball game on the Nintendo. Several baseball games for the Nintendo. Yeah. There was like two or three RBIs. There was a, there's one or two straight Nintendo They had one games. that was about robots fighting each other, baseball. and it was the best one. It was the best one ever. What's that? The, uh, I can't remember what it was called. It was, it was robots fighting each other. It was like base wars or something like that. Oh, was that for Nintendo? Yeah. And oh, like, you would yeah. get like, it, they, instead, you'd throw the ball to second base and instead of tagging the runner out, they would fight to the death. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you had like the, the robot that had like the laser sword and yes. like ones that had like the hover legs and ones that had like the tank legs. Yes. Yeah. 90s baseball game right there. Hey, Let's combine baseball and, and fucking robots. robots. They need to do that again. <laughs> Why haven't we had something like that lately? Because. Why haven't we had a. Game developers suck. Let's take monsters and combine them with football. Fucking great game. Yep. Don't see shit. That was like a that Sega anymore. game, I believe. Yeah, but still, the point remains. Yeah. Nobody clashes the old, these old things like they used to. Let me say that in my old man voice. They're all class. Back in my day, in we my used to have day, monsters day, playing foosball. Diddle you. Oh, oh God. <laughs> back in my day, you could get a blowjob while you were playing the game. <laughs> what do you mean back in the day? Yeah. Shit. That's Shit. the way to play. Damn. Jesus. 
All right, Dude. moving on. Now we know why you don't get you haven't progressed any in Zelda. <laughs> let's uh, let's see. Ice climber. Did you? I never played Ice Climber. I saw it played once. I know about Ice Climber because of Smash Brothers. That's that's. A I long saw time. it being played at a friend's house one time. Yeah, and that was it. And it did not interest me. <laughs> see, no more the eyes that I see. Jet Set Willy. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what? It's either Jet Set Radio or fucking. <laughs> what was that game for PlayStation where Jet Moto? Jet Moto. <laughs> oh God, that that that'll be down the road when we get to that bad boy. I never played Jet Moto, so I can't really. Oh, I think I played a demo. You remember we were talking about the PlayStation yeah. demo discs? Had a demo disc for it. Yeah. King's uh, Quest. If that, King's Quest. You played uh, King's Quest? I'm not sure if that's the game. I'd have to click on it real quick. Let's take a look at it. All right. King's Quest 2 is the one that was released on the, let's see what console it is, in 1985. So this is a sequel. Looks like uh, it was an Amiga game. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> not sure if this is the one. There was one where you did, like, jousting. You had, like, a bunch of different, uh, I don't think this is the one, but it it had jousting, and uh, you you it's basically like going through a king's tournament. Mm-hmm. And then you had, every once in a while, you get to the part where, like, they did, they fought each other with maces. And you'd smash, it's like rock'em, sock'em robots. You'd smash the dude with the mace and he'd smash you back. And oh. each one, each time the guy would get a little bit I lower. Swear, I remember and seeing lower this. and lower until yeah. he fucking fell off the screen and you won. Yeah. You know? I can't remember what Never the name of the game was, but, but yeah, yeah, no, that it's was, not that. That was Super Mario Brothers 2. That was. Fucking asshole. That was Doki Doki Panic. Doki Doki Panic. Never knew that shit about that till way oh, later man. in my life. Hey, did you know it was based on Doki Doki Panic? Nope. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Monopoly. You ever play fucking Monopoly? Did you ever play Monopoly? I in totally played Monopoly. game for the Nintendo Entertainment I probably, I think I rented that once. I think I played it a few times too. Uh, solo, by myself, playing yep. a fucking computer because I had no friends to play Monopoly with. Oh, God. Yep. Oh, oh, God. You see something up here? It's fucking Paperboy. Remember what we were talking about? Yep, yep, yep. Yep, there we go. (laughs) Fucking Paperboy. You'll have to talk us. It's it's Back to the Future with better mechanics. Never played a Paperboy. What? How could you never play a fucking Paperboy? It was basically like a. it had the same, like, it wasn't exactly vertical scrolling. It was actually, like, up and to the right scrolling. And, uh, you would like ride down the street delivering papers to people. And every, right before the mission, they tell you, okay, here's this like map of houses. And like some of the houses were one color and some were a different color. And they were like, these are the people that have subscriptions. And what you do is you ride down the street, try not to die and try to give the papers to the people who actually have the fucking subscriptions. So real life. But what actually happens. What actually happens is you ride down the street and just throw the fucking papers willy-nilly at any fucking thing that tries to kill you <laughs> because you don't want to die. So, yeah. It had nothing to do with delivery papers. No. <laughs> you smash you, people's windows and shit. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Did you use them as weapons against people You could use them as we- You or? could use them as weapons, but you, the idea was to put it on either on their front door or in their mailbox. Right. But you could fucking kill yourself quite easily transitioning from like the sidewalk to the road uh-huh. and you had to make sure that you transitioned from the sidewalk to the road in certain instances like there'd be stuff blocking the sidewalk so you need to get on the road real quick but there's a curb 
And if you hit the curb, you die. <laughs> that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. That sounds Nintendo. So you can't, uh, you like they had little, little ramps where you could transition. Mm-hmm. Well, you didn't always know whether or not a car was coming or something was going to block the way and you didn't take the fucking, well, now you're dead. Yep. You could slowly ride towards it so that it made you look like more of an effeminate fucking little weasel, weasel when you fucking <laughs> slammed into the, to, to the puddle at three fucking miles a uh-huh. year. You know, that's Nintendo. All that kid's like literally walking his bike, hits the puddle and fucking Dies. falls over. Yep. Yep. Paperboy murdered <laughs> by his by, by a runaway lawnmower. Two mile an hour accident. He hit a curb. But yeah, it was, it was one of those games that stuck with you and it was really fun to play. I, I, I know about it. I just, just never had it and never played it. I don't, I, I wish I could say more about it. I know the, I know the level of popularity it got and I know it was all over the place, but I never played it. Rambo. Oh, Rambo. Again, going to what, you know, sing a trend here. Movie, cartoons and movies to video games. Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was this game bad? Yeah, I didn't like it. Oh. It showed Rambo with a machine gun on the cover. And Rambo had a fucking knife in the game and he oh, fought what? snakes. You fought snakes. Now, you got dropped off in the jungle, and you fought snakes. Now be and fair, spiders Adam. with a knife. Adam, be fair. You got a machine gun later, right? No. Oh wow. No, wow. you did not. You never got a machine. Look, we only have the Nintendo to. We can only render the knife, Adam. <laughs> but, so, but I've seen Contra. So let, what is let, Contra? You would fight people with guns. Uh huh. Every once in a while. Oh, they knife. would have guns, but you didn't. <laughs> Correct. Oh. So wow. and uh you. You'd roll through the jungle with your knife and uh, fuck people up with that. But here's the kicker, man. Here's the kicker. Mm-hmm. So you're rolling around, killing shit with your at fucking... At the speed of sound? You're rolling around at the speed of sound. Got places to go. Got to follow my rainbow? Yes. That. Rainbow Road. No. Mario Kart. It comes full circle. Don't you ever put Sonic and make... Oh, wait. Sonic and Mario in the same... Oh, wait. They already do that. Yes. They should put him in the kart games. Who, Sonic? Yes. Why? He should just run. Yeah. And they should race him on the cart. Yes. How cool would that be, Mario Kart 10? We brought Sonic into the mix, and it shows everybody getting in the car, and Sonic's just standing there stretching. Yep. And Mario's like, hey, where is he on the car? And Sonic's like, no. <laughs> you see, like, Mario, like, bat him in the knee. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Oh man, savage! See, see any more in the R's? How about S's? Maybe. So sorry. I wish we had more to talk about in these games. But again, oh man, some of these games are really, really obscure. Yes, like Sky Kid. I heard of Sky Kid. Never played it though. Jesus. Oh look, they had some Star Trek and Star Wars games. What do you know? What do you know? I did play a Star Trek game for. for the NES. Oh, yeah? It was actually surprisingly deep. Wow. I was never a Star Trek guy, so... I, I mean, I wasn't a Star Trek kid. I, but, I, I learned to like it, like, in my teenage years. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah. Because I had friends that, like, were into it, and I was like, okay, yeah, I, I, yeah that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, But as a, you know, I don't know how fucking old I was, but it was really young. Mm-hmm. And, like, I remember, like, some kind of plant thing that, like, was a shoot fucking lasers at you and yeah and like they would talk 
So there was reading involved in this game? Oh, oh, you mean like dialogue? Yeah, there were like dialogue boxes would pop up. (laughs) And you would like go like... Double dribble. You had to select like the tricorder to scan like the... You had to switch between the tricorder, which is like the little scanner thing, Mm -hmm. and then the fucking um, phaser. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, it was was incredible. Like you needed to know what the... You needed to be like a Star Trek fan to play that game. Well, hell, if they were catering like, to their audience then. Yeah, I mean, if you like Star Trek, that's a pretty good game to play. Yeah. But uh, I did not have, super, you know, I did not have a a really good time playing it the first time I played it. I played it again years later, and I was like, man. For what it what was. was I getting, what was I getting into? Yeah. Because, like, you had to, like, go find three things and deliver them to a fucking dude. You had to go find three of these, like, shooter plants and deliver them to a dude, and then he lets you do this other thing. And, like, yeah, that was a big ordeal. Yeah. It was a big for fucking a ordeal. For a two-year-old kid, you know. For some kid to be like, well. A 14-year-old kid. Yeah. <laughs> so I know we see one right here in the S. This is Super Mario Brothers. Never played Holy it. Holy cow. Never played it for real. Don't you fucking. <laughs> Don't you fucking laugh That me? would be. Hey, that would be a revelation right there. Uh, this game came packed with the Nintendos back in the day. Usually, it came in three different ways. It would be Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers, and Duck Hunt. Yep. Or Super Mario Brothers, Duck Hunt, and Track Meet. Yep. Okay, sure. We'll, we'll play Track Meet. Uh, but this is just Super Mario Brothers. I mean, what, I mean, what hasn't been said about Super Mario Brothers? You know, what hasn't, what isn't known about this game? Well, I'll tell you one thing. You have to jump over that first Goomba. No, I don't think you have to. You got you, you can't just walk into him. Mario no, will you, not just beat the fuck out of that Goomba. Are you being real right now? Yeah, you you have to like you have to you, you can either jump on it or you jump over it, but you can't just walk into it. No, you you can. That's that's how the level teaches you about damage. So you, you, yeah, I I could never get past that part. All I just kept to, trying to run into him. All you had to do was run into him. I just back up and get more speed, and I'd ram into him, and it didn't matter how much momentum Falcon Mario had. Pounds, <laughs> and he punches the Goomba. <laughs> he just, he just, he turns into Sonic and just. Goes, <laughs> <laughs> no, I had this game. Uh, I I had this game, and of course, I played it at the friend's house. I played it at people's house before I ever had it, and. I mean, again, for what it is back in the day, this was also a difficult game. I know I beat it since, of course, since I was in my teenage years, but that game can get rough. If you happen to make it all the way to the, to Koopa's Castle, where it's, uh, you had to, it had like three levels that you could run on, and you had to run to the upper one, or then you had to run to the middle one, then up to the upper one. If you got the wrong path, it would start over. That's some crazy shit I never played back in the day. Yeah. Had some, had a night level. That was cool. The underwater level was an underwater level. <laughs> yeah. It was what it was, man. But let's, uh, let's see what the second game is. Uh, Superman the game. Oh, Lord. It's actually a pretty damn good game. What? Yes. Yeah, I was gonna say because I don't know what you were running around. What as, are we gonna offer more to Super? You Mario could Bros. run around as Clark Kent and fucking like and fucking and fuck. <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, I'm Superman. You can't stop me. <laughs> I didn't know this game <laughs> was like, so lewd. But uh, you could jump into phone booths and turn into Superman. Go around, fuck shit up with your eye lasers. Like mm. you could switch between your powers, like freeze breath and oh, stuff. Really? 
Run around punching people. Yeah, it was good. It's actually a pretty decent little game. Take a note, JLA, when you're fucking Wolverine game where yeah. your claws are always out. Or one of those games. That was, it was actually a better Superman game than Superman 64. Wow. <laughs> Wow. I mean, it's admittedly not, you ain't got to do it's, much. The bar's not high, but that yeah. was actually a fun game to play <laughs> as opposed to the other one. Everybody else jumps. He just puts his hand on top of Superman's. I, I beat you. And he's like, yep, I win. Let's see what else we got here. I don't know. I don't see any more. I don't know. I think that, that might that be it. Might wizardry. I never played any of the wizards. Okay. I can actually talk a little bit about Xanadu because my cousin had this game. Xanadu, <laughs> if I remember Xanadu being This correct. is my disgust face. <laughs> what, you seen Xanadu, the game? You know about Xanadu? I mean, wow. What? Wow. What? I would, I would sooner believe you played William Wobbler. <laughs> Okay. William Wobbler. I did not. <laughs> I didn't play a... I w- click that shit. I want to know what it is. A Willy Wobbler? <laughs> William? Not Willy the Worm. William Wobbler. Willy the Worm Wobbler. Willy the Worm Toucher. I never played any, I never played Wizard but uh, my cousin had Xanadu, and it was a side-scrolling action game, if I remember right. You had a sword and blah, blah, blah. blah. William Wobbler looks like a kid's game, my friend. Uh, by R. Krauth, Krauth. Oh God! It was for the Commodore 64. Yep, old Commie 64. Never had one. So, yeah, all I remember is Xanadu is my That's cousin had it. I would never play it. I watched him play it, and uh, guess what, Adam? What's that? You getting fucked today, buddy? Because we're not just doing 1985, bitch. We're doing 86 too. Oh, what? You didn't know that was gonna come, didn't you? Nope. You didn't know that was happening, huh? You are not prepared. No, I'm not you didn't prepared. come prepared at all today, anyway. You just walked in the door, and I was like, "Adam, have you read the list?" And you were like, "I have played I Way of the Exploding Fist." You've played Way of the Exploding Fist. No, I'm totally lying. Why are you lying? <laughs> Moving on then to 1986. Already looking at the list and seeing well, a couple. I guess. Not a whole, whole lot of them. I've heard of Alex Kidd. Never played it. Uh, Arkanoid. I know everybody knows Arkanoid. That was a, I always liked Arkanoid. I did play this in the arcades. You remember Arkanoid? Mm-hmm. It's the one that had the bar and the ball and it would bounce. Yeah. And hit different blocks and break them. And I, I love the arcade version. I, I love the game because it had power ups. You could make your bar longer. You could shoot two balls instead of one. Yeah. You could slow down how fast they moved. Uh, it's all about points too. Pretty, you know, for what it was. Well, it was not a bad game. Not a bad game. You at know all. what game was better though? Eh. Annals of Rome. You played Annals of Rome. Annals of Rome. No. Uh, no. <laughs> You're just making that up now. Annals of Rome. Batman, the 1986 video Nintendo. Yeah, that was a great fucking game. I wish I had played this back in you the day. You can use a bat gun. Yes, tell us about this game. Batman had a gun in this game. That's all you need to know. He could throw batarangs at people. He could shoot them with a motherfucking gun. Mm-hmm. And it's like Batman was taking no shits. It was based on the uh, the movie, mm-hmm. the Batman movie, the mm-hmm. Tim Burton one. Um, it was very dark. Yeah. It was a dark game. The music set like a really deep tone. 
Uh, he could do all kinds of cool little ninja tricks. He could like wall jump and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, it was a great game. It Side a, scrolling action slash platformer. Very dark. Very fun from what I've seen. I've never played it to this day, but I wish I had. Oh man, you, you missed out. You missed out on something big because yeah. that was a great game. You'd be good to play right now. Yeah. You could pop that game in and you'd be like, man, this is, this is wow. For mm-hmm. 1986, this is fucking amazing. <clears throat> I remember seeing my cousin play Bard's Tale 2, The Destiny Knight, but I never played it. I mean, it's, huh. an R- it's an RPG-ish kind of game. Mm-hmm. But it's a, I believe this is the kind where you, you didn't just have the top-down RPGs like Dragon Warrior Final Fantasy. This is the one where you were, it was kind of like a first person, and you would, you know, Go down a corridor, you take two steps, you're at another corridor, take a right or left, and you would take a right, you know, you would actually yeah. walk around the corner, there's a monster there. Like, those are... That's pretty cool. Those are pretty cool. Uh, let's see here, Black Bass. I played bass in Black Bass. Castlevania, the 1986 video game. Hell oh, yes. man, never played it. Really? No. Man, you gotta <laughs> quit that. People are gonna believe you. Uh, this is one of the original Nintendo games that I did own, and oh man, I yep. I love the cover art. I was happy to start playing the game. By God, that game will kick you in the nuts. Yup. <laughs> That's what this system was known for. Games that just start getting cheap as shit. Just get fucking mean. You hate bats and Ninja Gaiden? Well, I fucking hated Medusas and Castlevania. God, fucking time a jump just right, and here comes this fucking bullshit head out of nowhere. You didn't know you needed to be whipping at the exact same time, too. Yep. No, that sound effect really well. I think I made that. I did. This is another one of those games that I didn't beat till I was like in my late teens or 20s, probably. And I remember getting to. I guess the fifth or sixth level and just shit kicked in every single time. My favorite of the Castlevania series was the third one where mm-hmm. you could like, uh, beat the bosses and then like enslave them or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and you could become like the monkey dude that crawled on the walls or you could become the, uh, the, the priest guy or Alicard. Mm-hmm. That was, that was really cool. We'll get to that one when we one, talk. One one of these days we're gonna get to see that one. Be eighty eight or eighty nine probably. But yeah, the, the it's it, Castlevania one shows uh, Castlevania one and three, and I guess two it a might. little bit. They show what it's supposed to be for Castlevania. You got I a face. Think, I think that game right there, Defender of the Crown, is that one we were talking about earlier. Defender of the Crown. Check that out. That might be it. That name sounds familiar. I don't think I've ever played it. I think that's the one I was thinking of. That, hey, it might be. I'm thinking it is. You know, people can't see it, though. Of a raid. Um, You just go around and beat the fuck out of people. I guess. (laughs) Factions. You can play as the Saxons. I don't know. I guess it was a pretty cool game. We'll figure it out one day. <clears throat> Double dribble. <laughs> Double oh, dribble. Yeah. You remember lots of things about this game. You remember it having the uh was it the the national anthem played at the beginning of the game? Yeah, and then you like don't Yeah. And do uh, like the uh the uh what was it called? It would show like the uh, little fucking 
like cutscenes. Yeah, show a little dunk. cinematic, a little cutscene. It was like three or four stills, but if you made a dunk, sometimes it would cut to it. It would show you like on the ground. It would show you jumping up. It would show you a little bit higher with your hands in the air with the ball, and it would show you dunking. Uh, yep. That was pretty cool. Uh, a little bit of voice acting. Double dribble was the title screen. Uh, I mean, it's a basketball game, but it was pretty fun. A lot of people remember Double Dribble. Good game. Good game. Uh, Dragon Quest. Now, here's the thing. You gonna tell me you didn't play Dragon Quest? No. I always called it Dragon Warrior. Are they two different things? They are. They are. So, I don't believe I ever played Dragon Quest. I'm pretty sure that I played the Dragon Warriors. Yeah, you click on it. I'm pretty sure that Dragon Quest, the very first one, if this is the same one, it was called Dragon Warrior. Yep. Uh, it was okay. called Dragon Warrior yes. in the United States. Yes. Okay, so that's what it is. By Chunsoft. <laughs> yep, I remember playing. But thou must. It literally created a trope. Yep. <laughs> He's like, no, I don't want to do this shit. But thou must. Yeah. While Final Fantasy 1 was the first RPG for me to ever play, technically that's not true. This was, I think I told us in the memories episode as well, was I was at one of my either aunt's friend's house or something, and they just brought me to this room, and there was a Nintendo, and they just put in Dragon Warrior. Of all the games in their library they probably had, they put in Dragon Warrior. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing yep. when I was playing, and then I made it to Final Fantasy and fell in love with RPGs. I came back to this later. It's a good game. It is a damn good game. Damn good game. I mean, uh, there's some cool aspects about it when you go there's to some, it. There's some dated aspects to it, but mm-hmm. you know what? For a fucking trailblazer, this thing was awesome. Yep. Uh, standard RPG fair here. You got an overworld. You get into random battles. You swap screens. You got to manage attacks, spells, items, etc. The best part about this game was the language. Yeah. And thou art dead. <laughs> yeah, it talked. It talked in that yay old English. It was, it was like very cool. It was like get fucked. It was fan. <laughs> it was fantasy tried and true. You could. Oh, that was spoilers. Oh no! Don't do it, Adam. Spoilers. You could choose to join the final villain at the end of the game. <laughs> oh yeah, I, could, forgot. I forgot. You'd be that. like, come be my friend, and you're like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> rip. Did you did you do it, Adam? I did. You, I knew you were the type of guy that would do that. <laughs> You're given the choice. It's like, you finally meet me here, and I've killed your family and half the world. But if you join me, this power could be yours. And you'd be like, I'll do it. <laughs> yes. Uh, also, you remember the dungeons in Dragon Warrior where you would go down the stairs, and it would be like, Dark. Like a block around you. You would have to up. cast a light spell. Yep, and it would make it a little lighter, but the light, but the spell only lasted a little while. So when it went out, you had to cast it again. And if if you use the spell, the magic for your light, you don't have any for your attack spells. And when yep. both of them run out, now you can't attack people with magic, and you can't see what you're doing. I would always go to where the uh, there was like a town that was destroyed and had poison all over the place mm-hmm. because they kept uh, the family armor there. It was the best armor in the game. Mm-hmm. You yes. had to fight like a knight to get it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He would kick your ass. You know, yeah, he'd fucking totally break his dick off right up in you if you went in there too early. It also taught you ideas. Again, this is if you had if you played this game when it came out. You know, it's a couple years before Final Fantasy comes out, but it teaches you an RPG element of you can go out a little ways, but don't go too far. Because the enemies will start changing a little further out. Then you start getting some mm-hmm. badass enemies that kick your shit in. 
that just the slimes change color and then yeah. it's your ass. Yep. So you got to go back a few, to a few areas and grind for a little bit. There was grinding in it, yeah, but it taught you the reason why you had to. Yeah, it was. And, and the cool thing was, is that was back when you'd get new spells every couple levels. Yeah. You'd get like hurt. So you, you always, <laughs> man, like I'm getting every other level. You were like, man, what what am I gonna get? What's the new spell I'm gonna get? Uh, and forgive me if I'm going too fast. If That's you see fine. anything up in here. Um, this is another reason why I did two years, cause man, you don't, like Kid Icarus, I played Kid Icarus one time in my life. One time. I know what it was, but it's, it I remember pretty, being pissed off that you couldn't fly. You had fucking wings, but, but you, you couldn't, couldn't fly. fly. Yep, yep. Flight was like one of those things that they just never gave you back in that era. Mm-hmm. They were like, nah, we're kind of afraid to make you fly. Yep. The King's Quest games I never played, not even on the PC or any console, but I tell you now, for a good, hearty, got some really good fun and funny items, the, uh-huh. the new remake that's that's been made, they've already got one chapter down or one season down or whatever. Mm-hmm. Very good game. Really? I haven't played it. I watched, uh, I forget who, maybe even Game Grumps play it, but the game is fucking hilarious all over the place. Uh, let's see the uh, oh boy, I think we just got to skip past the L's because I mean I I guess we could talk about Legend of Zelda. What? That was released. When in have 19- we played that ever? That was released in 1986. Um, one no- one of the defining games of an era. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, hard as shit. The later on you go. Yep. Kind of, sort of, also known. But for that me. game, that game was, I mean, it was just. It was so different from anything you'd ever played. Yep. It was, you were always discovering things and, you know, the, the sound effects, the graphics, the concepts behind the game, they were all just brand new to you. Yep. And the sense of wonder you'd get when you were just rolling around fucking shit. Oh man. At the speed of sound. Rolling in, in speed of sound. Got you know, places to go. Got places. Follow my rainbow. You don't even know what that's from, do I you? don't. You never played Sonic Adventure? I have. Sonic Adventure 2? Never played Sonic Adventure 2. <sighs> How dare you? You can hold me all day, but I... Rolling around at the speed of sound. I tell you what, I did not own a Dreamcast. You had a dream last night? I did not own a Dreamcast. What? No, sir. I was too good for that piece of shit. What? Hey, come on now. <laughs> I have borrowed a French Dreamcast and played... Some of the Sonic Adventure games, uh-huh. I have never played the one you're talking about, apparently. Yeah. Um, but I, our, the best game for that fucking system was Shinmu. House of the Dead. Oh. <laughs> Shinmu, without a doubt. Dreamcast had a few good games. There was Soul Reaver. There was Marvel vs. Capcom 2. I never played Shinmu. Not, not one of them. Wow, really? Yeah. So when Grand Theft Auto came out, a lot of people were like, yeah, some of this stuff kind of borrows some Shinmu. I'm like, oh, I never played yeah. that. So, yeah. Some of it does. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to spend too much time on Legend of Zelda. Not, not because we don't want to talk about it because we've already talked about it. We had an entire Legend of Zelda episode. So check our previous podcast out for that one. Check the previous, previous episode for that. Uh, Light Force. I don't know if you ever played Light Force. No, uh, I never played it. Right, let me let me ask this: Of all the genres that you that you like in gaming, are you a shmup fan? A smut fan? <laughs> this, I, I love some good smut. 
I'm a smut connoisseur. This silly fucker doesn't know what a shmup is. Nope. A shmup is a slang shmup. term for shoot 'em up. Oh. So side scrolling plane shooters or vertical shooters? Yeah, I mean, I, I, can pl- I, I have played them before, yeah. yes. I'm uh, not heavy, heavy into them, but there's some jewels out there that I really love to play, like Gradius 5 is a good uh, one. Any of the riding games I love. Any, any of the Galaga games. You know, yeah, you know, Galaga like can, can be a shmup, sure. Yeah, yeah, okay. I was some fucking, I'm back in the Atari days, man. I knew how to, like, let one of my ships get captured, and then I'd shoot the ship and captured it, uh-huh. and it would come down, and I could, like, attach it to my other ship, and mm-hmm. I'd have, like, two duels. I'd have a dual yep. fucking thing. Yep. But, yeah, uh, that's what Light Force was, if you've ever played any of those, like, Gradius type games, same type of gameplay idea. I think, I think Light Force was a vertical shooter, though. Uh, just a game I just had. I think this was one of my, also one of my first, first games, the first like seven, eight games I ever had. So mm-hmm. I, it was there. I played it, had a good time with it, I guess. Uh, let's see. Where can we go next? Metroid. Metroid. The very first Metroid came out in 1986. Um, just wow. like you, just like you said about Legend of Zelda, whole new gaming experience right here when you got yep. Metroid. Uh, did Never you, before had you had a protagonist that bled all over the game. Did, I was wondering <laughs> where you were going. And I can't believe that actually took me more than three seconds to realize where you were going. So, no, that, this game was amazing. Yes. Amazing. Large. And first game just like, just like Zelda. I'm so glad these came out in the same year because yep. these are two games that put you down in the game and just said, go. Well, yeah. where do I go? I don't fucking know. Do what you do. Go figure it out. Well, should I kill? Yeah, I killed it. Well, but where do I need to go? What's the objective? Oh, go figure it out. Yep. No map, no nothing. Have at it. That game stole my childhood. Between that, Zelda, and I mean, there were so many games that took so long to beat but yep. these are the ones that I, you know mastering a game like Ninja Gaiden is fucking just as like rewarding as these games were when you figured out a trick yes you know yes. when you you developed your your hand eye coordination beating a game like you know uh uh any any kind of platform or any of those those really hardcore Castlevania types, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But once you got into Metroid or Zelda or any of these games, they developed your your the way you thought about yes. puzzles. They gave they were the predominantly they were known for giving you aha moments. Yeah. So uh, for those of you that have never played the original Metroid, maybe, maybe you've only played the, the like Metroid Prime or whatnot. It's a side-scrolling shooter-type action game, platforming as well. But this game is known for, this is the first adaptation that I can think of, to where you're in an area, you got to go left or right. You go left, you may find an item. You go right, you got you another fucking die. Now you can go up or down. <laughs> you go up, you find a door, you can't figure out how to get to the door, through the door. You go down, you find another path, left or right. You go right, you fight an enemy. You go left, you find a thing. It's a weapon. You're like, hmm, this is a new, this is a new ammo type. You go all the way back up to that door, you shoot that new weapon type, opens up the door. And that just is all over the place. How can I get to the other side of where I need to go? 
Well, somewhere back in this level is an item you need to do this. There's an item way up on this cliff, but I can't, I just can't jump high enough. There's an item somewhere that'll let you do a double jump or it'll let you jump higher. So it's always known for this stuff. Yup. Right here is where it started. You're just discovering new things and that discovery feeling. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Especially when you'd never seen it before. Yep. Let's see if I can see any more. I thought that was said Little Mermaid, which I never played the Little Mermaid game, but that's not what that game was. I don't even know. What. Murder on the Mississippi. What the shit? There was a game in 86 called Murder on the Mississippi. We're only bringing this up because, well, we know about hey. Mississippi. It's got some fat... Some portly guy with a with a bowler cap and some guy with a pretty fantastic beard and a monocle. I have no. It's an Activision game, and Angelic. I have no idea what this game is. I'm it was just, probably like a shoot 'em up where you had like a riverboat, <laughs> like yeah. one of those big steamboats. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just like shooting ninjas and shit. Othello. Did you ever play Othello? Came out in '86. I saw the cover, but I was never. I kept seeing it like my local game store. Yeah. Like a little movie rental place. Mm-hmm. I saw it like 200 times and I never felt the urge to rent it. It's, <laughs> it's a, it's a puzzly, Tetrisy kind of game. Yeah. You got these dots. You got to put a new dot down and make, make the colors match and you got to line them all up. And yeah, that was another one that my neighbor had and I played it because they played it. You know, again, when you roll around all these games that the one neighbor had and they, you know, Amongst them all was Zelda 2. I predominantly played Zelda 2. <laughs> it wasn't really, my, it wasn't really my fault that I was stuck with that game. So we got pro wrestling. I don't know which Nintendo wrestling game that is. I, I guess I could look at the cover and tell me because I played a couple of the Nintendo wrestling games, but and it was also a friend. Yeah, I don't think I played this one. This is the actual Nintendo pro wrestling game. I never played this one. Man, uh, off topic. Did you were you ever into wrestling when you were younger? Yeah, like wrestling a little bit. A little like wrestling. What was your favorite? Like, did, were you WWE? No, I mean, WWF or WCW? WWF guy. Yeah, I was a Stone Cold era guy myself. That was Stone Cold. Yeah, yeah, I was a, a little bit before your time. I oh, guess. I mean, mm. of course, I liked the Macho Man era and the Hulkamania yeah. and the uh, Ultimate I was Warrior. More of, a, more of a Bret Hart kind of guy. Oh yeah, I was a Shawn Michaels guy. Yeah, I mean. I, I mean, they yeah. say I'm cute, but you know I'm sexy. I got the moves that drive the girls wild. So don't be mad because I'm the heartbreak kid, buddy. You can, no, you can have, you can you have your awesomely cool sunglasses. <laughs> My awesomely cool sunglasses <laughs> and being the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. There was something perfection, the execution of execution of excellence. Ain't that what his thing excellence was? Excellence of execution. Excellence of execution. Yeah, God, man. I, RBI baseball? Did you ever play you that won't. one? That was the fat bat version. That was a f- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found somebody else who called it the fat bat game. Yes. I mean, what can you say, bro? Really, it's a baseball game. You'll. I mean, it was a, the cool thing was it had the cities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By Tengen. Good game. Good game. There's another Rambo game. Did you play the rest of them? No. <laughs> no. Fuck that. Oh man. How about Rampage? Rampage was awesome. Alright, this is another arcade port. Rampage here came out on 86. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you roll up and you get King Kong and you're just like, Rah! 
I'm fucking shit up. So this game is set up where you have these big, tall buildings and or houses and skyscrapers, and you can pick one of three. I think the original three was the ape and the lizard and what was the third one? The third one. For the original. The one nobody wanted to pick. <laughs> sure. Was it the rat, maybe? No. no. A rat? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, there is a rampage where one of them is a rat. No, no, I don't know are, which you one. Are high no. That was something. Somebody, Chuck somebody e. out came there in audience land, bail me out on this. One of them had it was kind of like a mouse or a rat. It was a big monster mouse or rat. Big monster mouse. Monster <laughs> rat. It's Chuck E. Cheese. You act, what you, this is a video. Yes, it looked like the Chuck E. Cheese rat, but without it, <laughs> she was buck naked. <laughs> Play naked Chuck E. Cheese rat. So, I think this is some kind of drug-fueled thing. No, it was a game. <laughs> you were like, I'm going to sniff a bunch of paint cleaner. I'm going to find this. Nintendo. I'm going to find this. I'm going to show you a picture. I don't need anybody's help. I'll find it myself. <laughs> uh, the idea of this game is that you were supposed to rampage through these cities. You had to climb up well, the sides. You'd of- go and you'd... Like the map would slowly turn colors as you destroyed the entire fucking thing. Mm-hmm. It was so cool. You took your monsters and you you like grab the sides of the buildings and scale up and down and you punch the buildings and you pull Smash out airplanes, out pull out people and eat them. And yeah, you, you, you basically got to bring all the buildings down. And Don't eat the toilets on. though. Yeah, leave them toilets and make you puke. Good game for what? Again, it's something new. Just, just some random idea made for a really really fun game. I've heard about Rygar. I've never played it. I've I never even played the PlayStation Two remake. I believe it was. Damn. Yeah. So I mean, I knew what it was. He had a big disc, and he could. He had a big disc. And that's why the girls loved him. <laughs> this is our podcast right here. <laughs> Let's see. There's got to be something in the S's. I know Sweet Code and Three in the <laughs> what? Yeah. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, side pocket. I was a. I mean, it's a pool game. I played that game once in a while. Space Hunter. No, that's Space Carrier. I'm thinking of. I never played. That. Oh God. <laughs> uh, Space Quest. I think that's uh. Space Quest was that uh kind of like Dragon's Lair game. It was like a adventure. Really? I think so. I could be completely wrong there. But... Did you ever play Schoon? S Q O O N. No. Never played Scoon? No, I move, did not. We're just going to move on from just Scoon. Keep I have scooting. never heard that name in the entire library ever. Ever have I heard that. Then the actual Super Mario Brothers 2 came out. Yeah, the Super Mario Brothers they didn't release levels. In, in fucking in America. Because they thought, you know. We sucked. You guys can't. They're like, fucking gaijin. Everybody complained that the original Mario was too hard. Eh. We'll give you. Uh, we'll give they you. They can't get past that Goomba. They we'll just keep ramming him, trying hard. <laughs> <laughs> they don't realize there's another button on the so controller. It was me. I was the reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else we got here? What else? What else? Thrust. There's so many. This is another it's thrust. The tr- oh man, I heard the trans. I've never seen it. I think AVGN did a tran- the Transformers review. Uh-huh. Never played it. Thank God, because that game looks like utter garbage. Holy There's a crap. game called Trojan, and I'm not sure whether it's about condoms or it just gives your Nintendo a virus. 
Which also would be about condoms because you're trying to keep somebody from getting a virus Ooh. from your penis. It either helps you, it either prevents or gives you viruses. That's not what Nintendo's about. Ultima! One you of the greatest. Ultima? Yeah, Ultima is fucking awesome. Tell me about Ultima because I know nothing about Ultima. Never played them. Ultima is, it, it, wow. Uh, I'm sorry I have The cool thing about Ultima was you could just randomly fight anybody. Okay. You could just fucking walk up to somebody and be like, nah, we're throwing down right now. Imagine the audience don't know anything about Ultima. It's what a, is it? it's a Dragon Warrior-esque RPG. Okay. You know, it's got the, the traditional 8-bit graphics. And I never really got very far in it because I always picked fights <laughs> with everybody. Uh. And you'd kill a couple of people and then the guards would come. And when the guards came, they didn't play no fucking games because they were like level 60. Damn. Damn. <laughs> you were like, oh, okay. you'd be rolling up like, oh, I'm going to fuck with the guards. Nah. Nah. So my party, I would spend time meticulously making a party. You got to make your own party. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Like you could pick, uh, like they had like maybe four or five different classes or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you pick class and then you could name them whatever you wanted. So you could make your own party and pick all your friends' names and shit. And I would meticulously make these fucking party members, and then I'd get them all killed because I'd go around <laughs> murdering people. Should yeah. take better care of your party members, man. That's how I do. Let's see, I don't think there's anything else on the list of there. I'm look. I'm always looking for WWE or WWF because I know they started making those games. You just don't know when. And wrestling games. They got wrestling games, yeah. And that's it for 1986. That's all the games I can talk about. Oh, man, it's Zoids. Zoids. The battle begins. Yeah, you don't sure. remember Zoids? I do. I don't, uh, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, well, and gals. Sorry, I guess that's going to do it for uh, today's episode. Double. You know what? We haven't made one 007 reference this whole time. This is episode 007. What? Adam. What's your favorite James Bond movie ever? My One. favorite James Bond movie ever. Yes, Giant Bombs movie. My favorite Giant Bomb movie. <laughs> hmm. I would say... Tomorrow Never Dies. Really? The one See, where he gets captured by the North Koreans and just beaten at the very beginning of the movie. Ain't that the one where he the, the, the villain had his, like, he had diamonds blasted into his face? Yeah. Yeah, that's... That was actually a pretty cool way for him to be scarred up. Yeah, the reason I liked it is because I was in Korea at the time when I watched it. And you were when like, I, was I watching that guy. And I was watching it with Koreans as they went over the DMZ and shit oh, like that. Wow. And they were like, wow, this is what this is the kind of shit y'all watch? And I was like, yes. I have to fully admit, I know it's bad, but... Goldeneye was the first James Bond that I had ever seen. I had never seen a James Bond before that. There's like you what watch twelve? Roger Moore? No, I have Sean never. Sean Connery? I have never. Sean Connery had some pretty cool. Like I know the lines. Like no, Mister Bond, I expect you to die. And I know characters like Odd Job and Jaws and all that shit. But yeah. I never saw those movies. So my should... first. They were good. They were good I bet. I, I know. I know. I'm doing myself a severe injustice, and I'll get to. I'll marathon them one day or something. But oh no, you won't. Bet I will. No, you bet. won't. I bet. 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 Go ahead. I'm gonna. I'm gonna call you bluff. 
All right. I'm going to bet. i tell you what. If I can't watch them all in one sitting, I will... Suck my dick. No. No. I don't want to do that. No. My The first James Bond that I ever saw was GoldenEye 007. Yeah. Uh, and this is how we watched this. When I went to the eighth grade, our, this is, isn't this the typical high school story? Our health class teacher was the gym coach. Yeah. So our gym coach is like, I mean, we got a book, but I'm not fucking teaching this bullshit. If y'all know how to brush your teeth and wash your hands and wipe your ass, you're being healthy and, you know, eat food, kids. So I'm just gonna <laughs> eat food, kids. <laughs> eat healthy food. Eat food. So I'm just gonna put a fucking movie on every day, and uh, we're just gonna watch movies in here. So the kids, we were like, "Fuck yeah!" He put uh, Goldeneye. He told. He said, "If y'all had board games you want to bring, we brought in Risk and set this big fucking round table up to play Risk." He let us leave the game in place so we could pick up back up the next day. Damn. Um, we watched Goldeneye. We watched Broken Arrow. There was like two or three more movies, but of course, as you would understand, some fucking prick or some fucking bitch went home and ratted to their parents. Yeah, well, when I go to health class, the teacher don't teach us. He just makes us watch movies. So he got in trouble, and we had to come in one day. He's like, all right, y'all got to put the games up, and we're not watching movies no more. I actually got to break the book open and teach y'all. This is how you brush your teeth. This is how you eat your poop. <laughs> oh God! If <laughs> you eat your poop, um, that explains a lot. <laughs> so that was my first showing of any James Bond movie. Was 007. Well, my Golden Eye. I loved that movie. Compounded with later playing the game. Oh man! So for me, for me, Golden Eye and Casino Royale fight head and head because Golden Eye has that old nostalgia. I can't let go. I love that movie. Uh-huh. But fucking Casino Royale was. Damn good. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, I just wish I had more history behind it. I don't. I've seen everything pretty much beyond from Goldeneye up. Uh, some disappointments in there. I think the second one after Casino Royale wasn't that good. I think the third one wasn't really that good. It was okay. Yeah, they were okay. Yeah, but that's our official seven podcast. Hashtag, hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag. 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 That's going to do it for this episode of the End of Time cast. Thank you all, as usual, for listening. We appreciate you uh, sticking with us this whole time. We hope the quality is much better for you, especially with the mics being situated and the audio setup being better. Uh, I got to tell you, on our end, it's a bit of a challenge to get the recording done, recording done now for certain reasons, but uh, we're getting it. We're getting it there for we're you. Getting it. We're getting yeah. up in there. Uh, you can find, hopefully you found this link through the, uh, SoundCloud page. If not, we have a Facebook page and a timecast. We have a Twitter and a timecast. You can tweet at us. Uh, we would love for you to send us any questions or, or messages, comments, suggestions, whatever through Dudes, the Facebook whatever, page. whatever you want to send. Tweet, tweet at us. Tweet in us if you want. Well, Ooh, yeah. yeah. Tweet us. <laughs> Tweet, tweet us. Just tweet us a little bit. Just tweet us just a little bit. Just, just tweet it. You can send, you can send emails to us if you want to go that route. You can send it at uh, endoftimecast at gmail.com. That's endoftimecast at gmail.com. Please send us questions. We would love to answer them live on the show. Uh, 
but as uh, the only thing that we really ask of everybody right now is to please share us, get the word out there. If you know anybody out there that's into video games, tell them about us. You know, people that like to listen to podcasts, whenever and whatever they're doing. We hope we're great background music or noise. Oh, yeah. For you. I know I'm sexy. So <laughs> I don't know about y'all. So please put it, put the word out there. Help us get more. Uh, we're, we're, it's not because of money. We just want oh, more. It's totally because of money. We, we want more people to be able to listen to us. We, we're going to keep rolling these episodes out. We just, uh, we're going to keep fucking making them, whether you're fucking <laughs> sending us shit or not. So fuck was... y'all. If y'all want to fucking like talk to us, fine. Fine, we'll just be all fucking talking by ourselves. We don't care. We don't care. We'll just keep doing stuff. Why do you keep saying we while you're saying Man, I'm just, I'm just, I'm You're not even making sense. I got it. Somebody's got to get him put to bed. All right, that's going to do it. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks again. Until next time, I'm Michael. Adam. Well, you want to try that again? <laughs> you want to try that again? You want to try that? All I heard was boobity bop. <laughs> <with him. laughs> I'm Michael. <laughs> I'm Adam. Y'all have a good night. Good night, everybody. Later.